So yes, when last we left the Sky Raiders of Lemuria, they were coming up with ideas on how they could get into Atlantis. And uh, the news around Blood Bay... Oh, by the way, you guys uh, will have had a, a horrible opportunity to see why they call it Blood Bay. And that's because this fjord or whatever this, 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 this cove or whatever this thing is, it's kind of got like a fjord. Um, because of all the uh, uh, sewage going right into it, uh, it has algae blooms that turns the place not really red, but kind of an orangey-brown color. Uh, they have these horrible algae balloons. It kills all the fish. Everyone has to, the poorest people get to go on fish collection duty. And then, you know, they collect the fish and, you know, throw them over the wall or put them someplace to rot appropriately so they can extract oil from them. But you can't eat them. If you eat the fish out of the bay during that time, it will kill you dead as a hammer. Um, but sure enough, boom, there's your horrible algae bloom. So you get the, 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 the town stinks to high hell. Um, it's awful. If it was on the coast, it would be more wind, but it's not. So the stink of the algae and the dead fish hang over the city, and lo lovingly uh, suffocating everyone. But um, the question was, what kind of things do Atlanteans like? They know they like slaves, if there are any number of people who trade slaves with them. They um, also love orichalcum and uh, artifacts from ruined cities. They love those crystals from the ruined cities. Anything that looks like recovered technology. Um, the other odd thing that they like is they like um, Neanderthal skulls. That uh, there's an open bounty in Atlantis for Neanderthals. If you kill a Neanderthal and bring its head or skull, um, they will uh, they will pay out gold uh, for that. So with my critical thinking skills, I realize I am an Atlantean because I like all the same things. You like all the same things, including <laughs> including the skulls? Yes. All right. Well, speaking of Atlanteans, uh, there's something you do need to do. Uh, you've been absent for a bit, so let's go ahead and, uh, since every time you were absent, I just said, well, the Dr. Mayfair, Mayweather is busy translating that giant codex. Busy betraying you all behind your back to the society. <laughs> Well, there's that too. Was doing yeah, you're not completely <laughs> uh, divorced from this idea that those nice guys in the tower from the Terra Arcanum can't be reasoned with. In fact, I think Kenton went back to the tower and, like, you know, asked him. So, just because we hit your guy over the head and exposed your plans, we can't. We can still do we business, do. right? And they're like, "Oh, sure." Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way it is here in the Hollow Earth. Tough lessons for tough kids. You guys are tough kids. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, when last we left, we were trying to come up with <laughs> ideas on how to, uh, uh, get into Atlantis because you can't just walk into the place. But if you come trading things that they want, they'll put up with your presence. Is there a place you go to trade with Atlantis? Cause I mean, aren't they Atlantis. always on the move? They are, yes. You have to go to the city. Where but it's is. moving. You don't know yeah. where to go. But it's moving and also they will just, they like to kill people. Well, it, 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 does, it does leave a wake. Does that just feel your, your heart? Trains oh, towards yeah. the direction? <laughs> I'm looking for murder today. <laughs> I think that direction. Nothing to a small scale. More genocidal than murdery. They only, uh, and from what we learned, they only raid when a group is getting technologically advanced or building a city along the coastline. Right, but they, must, mean, they must have a place where people know to go to trade with them. Yeah, the island. But, but where is the island? It's because the island's moving. There, well, there's there's a, apparently, uh, because we are living on the inside of a hollow earth, uh, apparently 
There you can look are up in the sky telescopes. And see where they are. Can you look that far? We went to the tower, and the tower has the has it pointed at the has their um, uh, telescope pointed at. So the, the wizards know where it is. They're yeah, tracking yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. So we need for them to tell us where it is. Yeah. Either that or ask around, because people tend to avoid it. People yeah. tend to do their best to avoid it unless they've actually got something. Now, as far as who trades with them, there is a shipload of guys who uh, come into Blood Bay every once in a while who literally are the guys who have pioneered the skull harvesting um, uh, trade with... with uh, so I'd like to take a moment. Why do they want to kill Neanderthals? Nobody knows. Nobody asks. Everybody knows that you get your weight in gold for Neanderthal skull, so... Who doesn't want Neanderthals? <laughs> so, to hell with those Neanderthals. <laughs> but who wants to pay for Neanderthals to be killed? Like, how do they threaten them? What is... What is... Well, well, well what is it? wasn't there, like, this tribe of people? Well, that was Atlantean blood, right? Yes. Atlantean yeah. blood is what's required to let us through the game. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now, the last we left... There was some talk about, well, maybe we should go find a city and pick it up and shake it and see if there's any, you know, change. Sometimes it will fall out. Yeah, any change into the couch cushions. We were, th- we were thinking of going back to the Waterfall City, which we had already been to, where we got the orb. And if there's other parts in that city that have I suggested trees. trading the orb to the orb. Yeah, why not just trade the orb? Everyone was like, no, no, it's ours. It's my orb. Yeah, it's my orb. No. I was for that. I was for trading the orb with I'm the for trading the incredibly orb. powerful power source. I have no idea what it was. I just grabbed it. Look, I'm just going to flash you forward 12 <laughs> sessions in the game. <laughs> and it's going to be that orb with an electric bolt arcing out and that island falling. That's how this is going to go down. <laughs> we cannot give up you're, that You're orb. sure if you can just find a way to put this on the end of a caisson and aim it. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. It'll, it's totally your death ray. Your death ray is totally going to be It's coming. coming. It's coming. So, yeah, I think we should go back to that city that you guys knocked over. Now, and, uh, I had suggested another city because they started asking, where's the best place to get stuff? And I said, well, there is this city... I wanted to go that to, to that city, I want to say. I could have heard what? about the City of the Dead. The, the City of the, of the Dead. dead. I, I think we have to go there. That is the worst Where? idea. I have yeah, ever heard. I, City of the Dead is not, yeah. not, no fun. The City of the Dead is apparently where people who go there just work stay. until they die. Yes, they just they arrive, I, they get close enough to the city or they get within its walls, and then they just seem to fall into a trance and begin cleaning, this, cleaning the rubble. Until I they... a scientist, we have earplugs, we'll be safe. Why don't we go to the city of easy pickings first? And then maybe later. <laughs> yeah, the city, city of easy of the pickings dead. sounds a lot better. Wasn't, wasn't there like all sorts of lizards and insects and the pride? Yes, the underground did seem gorillas. There? All that is is like an afternoon of one-eyed Bob just picking them off. I mean, that's that's things we're if you to get deal the with. right guide, they can take you there pretty easily. Um, now, uh, that was the other thing. <laughs> I see where we're going with this. Kevin was pushing. Let's go to a bar. We'd like to try a new. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go to a, a a tavern. Perhaps you know what was her name? Not Mabel. I forgot the name of our uh, our tavern uh, owner. Big uh, somebody. Yeah, it was probably big. She's big. I don't believe anyone calls her big to her face. Um. <laughs> 
Yes, Eliza of Eliza's Grog House. Certainly, this is one of those situations where 20 years later, when you when you thought you guys were all past this as gamers, you're going to end up at the tavern oh, looking, looking, looking for, for the adventure. a random guy. Yep. And um, one of the options is, of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, for treasure hunting is we do have a... We do have an applicant here. How do you pronounce that name, sir? Zazel. Zazel. Apparently, the, that is the English way of pronouncing it. Yes. Say the reptilian way of saying it is much different. Yes. Say you say that if you had uh, the arc, the verbal architecture of an iguana, <laughs> it would it would come out a lot different. So, so it's basil oh. pronounced without lips. Yeah. Yeah. Basil. So, um, or that old nurse, Hazel. <laughs> the uh, Mr. Um, Mielski is bringing in Zazel, uh, who will be uh, hanging out with us while uh, uh, Kenton is um, on who's bringing sabbatical. That'd be me. No, I know, but who's bringing Hazel in? Well, it's gonna be a question of when you guys are like, well, we don't want to go we to the city of the, the dead, and we're not sure about the, and if we go back to the um, to the uh, waterfall city, um. For whatever reason I can concoct, uh, Vince is not coming with us. And he seemed to be really good at finding things that no one can see, though no one's really commented too much on that. We're going to need a way to find out where the Orichalcum is. Right. Well, we use the, the Orichalcum burrito. That'll yes. show you towards a, a, a larger... A major deposit. A major deposit. If you want to find Orichalcum, I'm your man. Yes. Or lizard. He's your, yes. He's your <laughs> I'm lizard. your lizard. Uh, among, amongst Zazel's uh, many diverse skills is uh, the ability to sense orichalcum. Uh, so in case you are interested in, I don't know, testing that skill, is there, do you remember how it works on the uh, rules or do you need to look that up? Uh, I can look that up. Um, I'm just I, trying to figure it out. I know it just points me in the right, in my, it's, um, it's kind of like a compass. It basically points me in the right direction. Because uh, I want to, sl- you know, Make sure he's integrated, but aren't we the party that gets has been betrayed multiple times now? Yeah, we have. <laughs> friends we pick up. Really, we have got to stop trusting strangers. <laughs> and yet, there's just something about this guy that I trust. He's not a stranger, he's an employee. He's a friend we haven't met. Uh, <laughs> how many times have you been betrayed? In fact, you know we've what? We've been betrayed by every, we've been betrayed by player characters. <laughs> We're not going to be like... <laughs> That's true. I would say, so far, the majority of the betrayals have become from the hires that Vince was in charge of hiring. Bunny, uh, Bunny Brass. And who brought us him? Uh, was hmm? it Vince? <laughs> no, it's probably, right. it's probably uh, Kenton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I found this really cool guy. He says he can get I us found this lizard. Cool. And his talent is danger magnet, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Combined with Lucky and Gullible. It's just the perfect Venn diagram. <laughs> A lucky gullible danger magnet lizard man, <laughs> right in the middle of the Venn diagram is. Um, how is your? How, how, by the way, how, I know that the, the lizard guys in this thing are like not slee stacky. They got tails. They're short. They're like upright iguanas, I they're, guess, or yeah. monitor lizards or something. Um, yeah, he's got. He's like. Are a, they vegetarian? No. 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 He can. He. He is. Nice. He does not eat, eat those leafy green stuff that mammals seem to like. Um, oh, iguanas do. That's what I'm asking. Um, they are... Um, they're technically kind of a cannibalistic tribe, um, where like they will eat their dead, um, so long as they didn't die of some type of sickness. 
Um, it has been known. Is that the kind um, of thing you share during the interview? No. Technically, I'm accountable. That's great. <laughs> well, we'll be seeing you later. <laughs> Trust uh, me. Trust me. I'm your best friend. Trust me. I'm only technically a cannibal. It's funerary cannibalism. What's the big deal? It's just funerary cannibalism. Well, I do feel better about him given how awkward and horrible this is. Because <laughs> at least they're not trying to pretend and sell them to me. <laughs> I'm like a... So, uh, the way that I imagine this kind of lizard man is more of like a uh, what you imagine a kobold only like three times the size so they have that kind of long, large snout they're more like spindly they're not really muscular they're very um uh, their body is where most of their bulk is feel like a gorn pass yeah. this oh like a yes. gorn right. only with a tail only with a tail and shorter and shorter they're like they're only like five, five feet yeah. yeah i think i'm five four eleven or something. are they like really strong hmm no. no. Are they really quick? Uh, can be. Does your tail drop off if you're in danger? Yes. Does it grow back? I can also eat my own tail. There's that cannibalism. Right <laughs> Great, now we've moved on to auto-cannibalism. <laughs> it actually, that, that, that's in their, uh, in the nice the, uh, description in the books is, if they're in need of food, they'll drop off their tail and eat it. Wow. <laughs> I hadn't heard. I had forgotten that. It follows you along and gives you balance. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then it'll grow back within like two days or something. Um, do you have the mysteries of the Hollow Earth book? Oh. Only in here. Of, okay, because that's where Orca and Sense is, and that's the only place that I know. Well, I have to admire the efficiency of this species. <laughs> of course, it appeals to the cold-blooded scientist. <laughs> I mean. Of course. It don't feels. put me in cold climates, please. <laughs> Not the best thing for it. I don't do well on high mountain tops. Well, I'm also gonna, gonna try to put you in. A, I'm gonna try to avoid having you a position of hunger. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome as well. Pack a lot of damn food. <laughs> well, food is not is going to be the least of your your troubles at this point. Since, um, what did you want to know from um, Mysteries of the Hollow Earth? Oh, the uh, the Oracle outcome sense. The tower, okay, yeah, the tower. so okay. why are you wanting to come with us? Um, currently, so I am a wise man of my people. I am here to find out why you outworlders are here and to learn different things from you because I have become most zen with our with my lifestyle inside this hollow earth and I would like to learn from you guys uh, I would like to learn from outworlders what it is uh, I speak um, lizard men whatever that language is yep. and English and Spanish been hanging wow. out here because I've been Spanish. hanging around Blood Bay the, the Blood Bay is one of the places where if you're not going to be dead and be an outsider you tend to end up in Blood Bay because it's the most cosmopolitan stop in the, uh... So people see him and they don't like freak out. No, I... these guys are just around all the night. Yeah, see, yeah, you there's, see him. There's if you guys go down down by the bays. In fact, when the algae bloom happens, one of the first things you guys notice is all the fucking creatures from the Black Lagoon who get out of the bay. Yeah, that there are all these gill men who's who uh, have jobs in Blood Bay. They're scraping barnacles off the undersides of ships. They're doing they're eyeballing ships that are not in dry dock for repair. You know. Um... There's all kind of, they're, they're, really <laughs> they're going through the pockets of guys who've been tossed in the bay <laughs> with weights tied to them, you know, 
<laughs> now, moving them to like the, the kelp. Yeah, the kelp farm. <laughs> the kelp farm. I really um, want to go back and refilm the creature of the Black Lagoon now with this idea in mind. <laughs> but they're um, made to work. <laughs> these, these guys are apparently smart. You know, they're 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 you know basically human intelligence. And um, while they don't wear clothing, they do wear jewelry. They're big on you know uh, getting literally getting like rings pierced into them and you know things in their fingers and whatever. That sort of sets up, or armbands or whatever that sets them up apart from others of their species. But they they have jobs here. Um, they they hire onto ships that are doing salvage work to like dive down and while well, when a ship sinks, you know, uh, whatever it was carrying, you can get that off the bottom if you've got guys who are like you know pearl diver plus and can go down to a couple of atmospheres. So of depth. Are you religious? Does your species worship any gods or anything? More um, the natural order of things. It's more shamanistic type, like spirits. All right. Then we we the concept of a god is kind of interesting. So you don't envision us breaking any of your codes, <coughs> your religious codes. No. All right. Just thinking. Go ahead. <laughs> Just in case you. Sorry, got one over here. <laughs> I'm trying to convince. <laughs> You're, you're already planning to um, correct, do some bla- lizard man blasphemy when this is over with? No, I'm just wondering how... He wonders what lizard man blasphemy is so that he can avoid doing it. Right. So when I'm when I'm helping people in my humanitarian ways, I don't, you know... Now, the one thing that the um, orc Occam sense yeah. does that the lodestone doesn't is that um, it basically lets you use your perception to skill to find orc Occam. Okay. Um, one of the things that allows you to do that the uh, lodestone doesn't hit, it'll tell you how much or how strong the feeling it is. It's not merely a matter of it points. Mm-hmm. It'll point to the nearest stuff, and it might be just some stuff in one of those uh, columns, those, mm-hmm. those, those pillars. It could be a city. It could be a buried artifact. You know. It'll tell me, based on my role, it'll tell me what yeah. I found. Yeah. Cool. So what do you think of the Atlanteans? Um... I haven't had much dealings with them. I only I know as much about the Atlanteans as I know about you guys, as mammals in general. Trying to kind of figure you guys out. The best you'd know about the Atlanteans is that uh, uh, plenty of lizardmen have uh, ended up in Atlantis as uh, slaves. Slaves, uh, as uh, they're used. They're 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 uh, sometimes the Atlanteans use them. Uh, and frankly, other cultures will sometimes capture and use them to find Arakaka. Okay. They'll be used like yeah. uh, pigs looking for truffles. Cool. And it, sometimes that's a relationship where it's an exchange for goods and services. Sometimes it's like, go find us the stuff we want that we'll blow you. Yep. Yeah, we'll cut your oh, throat. Right. I am also a chain smoker. So when you You're see out. me, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, the Zeppelin, we cannot the, have you the Zeppelin is filled with hydrogen. <laughs> Don't let him smoke on the Zeppelin. That's all I'm saying. So if you you're gonna be miserable. On the, you're gonna be miserable in the airship. That's why I, I gotta that. get off. Well, tell you what. Why don't we just have attach a rope to him and we'll lower him? He well, they used to do that. What? They had the well. They had the little. Um, they would put like the airship baskets. above the clouds, uh-huh. and they'd have like a basket that they would lower down <laughs> with people to do what to do to uh, do ground surveillance, and people would volunteer for that because they knew like, they could smoke. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember the um, yeah the like, baskets. Yeah, 
there's one in the uh, British was, Museum. Yeah, that was popular duty just because you could smoke while you were doing it. Awesome. So how are you? <laughs> Thank you. How, how are you if things get rough? Um, it depends on when what you mean by things. Um, and rough. And rough. <laughs> well, at least we get we're, we're, we're on target with how. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm fairly good with the aftermath of stuff, and I'm fairly good with uh, keeping things at bay. Uh, I'm not too good at we're we're not solo fighters in a group. Perfectly fine. Uh, these gun things that you guys have, uh, I don't understand them, and I really don't know how to use them. Your fingers aren't really built for the current yeah. set of trigger guards. Yeah. So if it came down to it and you had to eat your tail, could we partake in your tail too? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that. Can we all feast on lizard tail? We should start packing some salt with us. <laughs> start. <laughs> Every five days. You know how many dead things I have stashed away on that airship? Well, at this point, they're probably not all stashed away on the airship. But more importantly, is there a written form of a lizard band language? Uh, yes, we do have symbols and drawings and glyphs and stuff. There's not a lot of them, but yes. All right, I will be having you teach me. As much as possible? Oh, yes. All right. Well, I have to cut up your jib. We welcome your presence. <laughs> All right. Jibby's got. I like the cut of your tail. <laughs> Sort of the His tail just keeps transforming into a turkey leg. You know? He's our adventurous eater. <laughs> Alright, Mr. Gellin. Uh, you need to give me a roll on your character's um, translate or uh, decrypt. I can't remember which skill set we were working with. Decipher or linguistics? Alright, uh, let's go with decipher, please. Because you are still working on that um, that uh, scroll, or actually, I should say, codex. These are twos. Right? Yep. Yes, those are reds or twos. Four. Four. All right. Let me go see because you've done this before. Let me just check my notes and see how far you've gotten. Oops, that's not the right page. <clears throat> Still not the right page. The Atlanteans are descended from Neanderthals. And they have the blood blood, which is why they're killing them off. But Neanderthals have Atlantean blood? Or I mistranslated. Oh, <laughs> or I <laughs> Alright, so. Okay. With the um, successes you got last time, that is actually... Enough for you to crack open this codex. Um, the codex appears to be a guide to identifying Atlantean crystals and their awesome. functions. Oh, hey, that's wow. going to be useful. Yeah. So, what is the sphere? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Found, like, in the same room with the yes, it was. In fact, it was found in a what could possibly be described as a place to recharge crystals. Oh, there's a power generator. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Yes, indeed. We should go back there if it wasn't buried. Yeah, if it wasn't buried under tons of rubble, it would be a great place to go back to and charge crystals. However, reptilian earplugs. That'll be. Your crystal. <laughs> Start working on it now. 
Let's see here. We're going to obviously take along some excavation equipment with us, and blocks and tackle and stuff like that. Your crystal was, if I remember correctly, uh, a white crystal, glow with a white light. Correct. Mm-hmm. That one is absolutely a power battery. Um, according to this thing, if you were to... Good news for you. Mm-hmm. Hook this thing up to... Um, uh, if you were to hook this thing up to some positive and then negative... The ship, we make it explode. Beg your pardon? If we hooked it up to the ship, we could make the ship explode. You probably could. Or do other things. But we could power our gen- your generators for a long time. But uh, if you were to hook this thing up to a positive and negative engines. electrical outlets, you could run power off of it. Now, <clears throat> as how far as how much, um, I'm, this is going to have to be in the, you know, the, the 1.21 gigawatts sort of Doc so Brown mad it's science a, range. It's power. just a crystal ball. There's no connection points on it. We'd have to have some sort of yeah. How do we plug it to, in? Well, could give off that could be field. that would be a job for the physicists. I think. Uh, now, as far as the 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 codex. The codex uh, seems to indicate that, um, although it, it, it speaks about subjects as if you should know them, like, you know, you just grew up with this shit, so I don't have to be real specific, um, that these things naturally, these crystals, um, at least this one, naturally comes with a, a means by which you would um, uh, place it into uh, a socket, a sepulcher, or whatever. It would yeah, drop the thing off. is, think about it, Halcom. If you have a civilization based on that, everything can look like anything, right? Because I can just build a receptor that you know <laughs> perfectly fits it. Now there are other crystals. So I'm going to have rust nearby too, because there's going to be lots of terms and stuff that I'm going to need some help in okay. figuring out what they mean. Alrighty, I'm going to be taking copious notes. <laughs> I'm terrified. Um, let's see here. Other crystals include such things as there's a red crystal that apparently various sizes and shapes are used to produce various kinds of uh, healing by drawing off the... My beautiful wife, Heather. Well, Ta-da, beautiful wife, Heather. Oh, no, Rusty William, Sean Maolowski. see some of you again. Maolowski. Ryas, have you guys met? Yeah, I know Ryas. Hello. 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 Are you heading out into the wide, wide world? I am heading out to the couch. All right. Uh, at Sin's party, Rose helpfully gave me a taste of all her most recent wines and beers, and also some other beers that they had picked up to compare <laughs> them to. And I'm going to sit down and drink water. I don't want water. <laughs> all right. Um, there are uh, crystals that do such things as uh, produce the ability to control animals. I can do that. Uh, the um, ability to communicate across far distances. Uh, there's crystals for healing. There's crystals that uh, are used in uh, weaponry. Uh, crystals that can control the weather. And you're getting a big list of these things. Uh, purple controls the weather. White is the battery. Green is animal control. So on and so forth. Yellow is for communication, red is for healing. Um, let's see here. But, um, yeah, that's basically what the codex is. And it also describes the kind of facilities that you would need in order to uh, recharge or repower a crystal that has um, pooped out on you. 
Uh, they are, all have. Are the descriptions pretty much what we saw in the basement to that place? Beg your pardon. Yes. Okay. Um, there was a, there were plenty of crystals down in the basement at the, of that place, but most of them were um, sort of a dullness to them. They just looked like chunks of rock. Yeah. The no, they weren't charged yet. No, they weren't charged. This is. If we saw a place that had the same sort of stuff, we'd oh yeah, notice. you'd be able to identify it. Um, they're not all shaped like that. Uh, that the the um, uh, the uh, the codex uh, describes, you know, the process for recharging them, um, and it's really simple. It's literally you place it on the altar, and uh, it will be recharged, presuming that the uh, uh, ley lines are properly aligned, and that the um, you know, your moon is in Gemini, and uh, possibly you've said the right words over it in Atlantean. Hit the switch to on. Yeah, exactly. Um, if it doesn't work, you know, try turning it on and off. I think that's the first thing that they say in every... <laughs> every um, Unplug it, plug it back. Plug it back in, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that. In fact, I believe that's exactly what Sean did when faced with <laughs> it. The crystal the first time was take it out. Put it back in. Yeah, it's totally working now. And the building falls down. <laughs> may not have been. It may have been past its warranty, I think. Uh, but um, any case, um, that's what the codex is. It is absolutely. Sounds like an awesome resource to have. Written in Atlantean. So what I'm going to do also, because you've done some deciphering here. And then as your second set of successes, it was many, many seasons. Or so is this many... something we can transcribe? Is it, you said it was thick, it was like three inches thick. Yeah, yeah. On or a cockum plates. I wonder if we can just transcribe it on the paper and then see if the Atlanteans want the book and trade. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of thing they like. They would probably love to have something like that. Um, if for no other reason, then you can't have it. However you transcribe it, then you still have it. So you win. Yeah. Um, all right. That's not a problem. You can get to work on that. And I already haven't been working on it. Correct. Because I assume I'm, I've been making an English translation. And I'm yeah. going to say that, you know. Of course you have. Since the fall of uh, uh, mean old. Um, Actually, not English, my own secret language. I write all my notes in, in case someone gets them. <laughs> and since um, mean old uh, Captain Culligan has fled from Blood Bay, I'm going to say that it's, we're looking at probably a couple of weeks' time, if weeks can even be measured in this place, but with the sun never going down, um, for you guys to have set up at the USS Cyclops, gotten the engines back online to start generating power, um, uh, Done your interviews, uh, run uh, Vince's massive gala where they uh, uh, gathered all the best people in Blood Blade into one place so that we could shake them down for information about where the best places to loot. They lock the doors and burn them all. <laughs> <laughs> How very Mask of the Red Death of you. You've been, you've been studying up on your Poe or you just. Basic player character behavior. I was thinking about Hop Frog last week. Hop Frog? The court gesture, the midget yeah. that's mocked by the. Mm. Makes them all dress up in gorilla suits and then sets fire to them. Wow. 
Gorilla suits. Or You're orangutan suits. Yeah. Or, I'm hey, sorry. Hangs them from the chandelier. They're like tarred and like coconut fiber. And he just sets them alight. Which Grimm's is this? It's, not, it's, it's a Poe story. It's called Hot Frog. Frog. It's a what? It's a Poe story. Oh. Alright, so it is Poe. Alright, Jesus. I don't remember Poe making a story about people being sealed inside, you know, incendiary gorilla suits and then set on fire by uh, misshapen court jesters, but it's inside his wheelhouse. I mean, it's not like it's that far. Wow. No, no opportunity presents itself for you to recreate Hop Frog, Mask of the Red Death, or Cask of Amontillado. Although those are all fine suggestions. So, um, the question is, where are you going to put your new orichalcum detector to work? You mean here in Blood Bay? No, I meant, uh, which um, expedition do you guys want to chase down? We're going back to the... Waterfall the, City? Yeah. Okay, cool. Who are you taking with so you? Is Basil part of the team now, or are we locking him in a room and sort of forcing him? We're crazy trusting. Oh, <laughs> so well, what, what do you what do you want for pay? Do you get like a percentage of the oracle you find? Knowledge or? is what he asked for, and knowledge is what we see. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like a punishment. Knowledge is what he has, and knowledge is what he'll receive. And you'll like it. You'll learn to like it. You'll like it. Percentage of whatever we find, but mostly um, information on. Uh, I, I do trade mo- mostly in information, but. So you'll enough. be pestering them about this this New York City this, place. Yes, New York City. This the, like from whence what, the salsa does not come. Yeah, and then also like what this is like the, the this airship. How does it work? Why is it working? What is it? Um, like what is the what magic makes this go? And I could teach oh, you. Oh, lucky you! You're going to be you're followed around what? as though by a five year old. Yes, true. What's no. You can indeed. I'm going to say also, the master of lies. You should put down <laughs> Vincent to tell him how the world works. Yes, well, that would be the best possible. <laughs> good spirits. Good spirits. That's what keeps this shit going. <laughs> and so, the idea of yes, the idea of the con man going, and then we get on board our flying tri- our flying elephants, and they take us. You know, from the Broadway to the Bowery. <laughs> right there, it's public transport in the, in the fabulous city of New York. As opposed to Old York, which was shithole. Don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> uh, so my uh, next question for you guys is... Oh, uh, Daniel. Yeah. You should have picked up, as a result of this, <laughs> of your translating... Uh, Atlantean. It does not count against your cache of languages you haven't completely. Sweet. Ooh. But I still don't have a pronunciation. This is just no written, written Atlantean. Yes. Exactly. That's awesome. But uh, you now have the ability to read Atlantean runes after having worked your way through the codex. Obviously, there are going to be things that don't quite make sense, but you're going to start off with your basic, basic Atlantean. So there. All right, language, language. All right, so I tar- I start trying to smoke as soon as I get on this. <laughs> uh, that goes about as well as you expect. As so, do you, do you have like a long tube of brushes that you smoke? <laughs> no, it's more. So it's is more it a like pipe? The, uh, is it a pipe? It's or a, is a pipe. It's a, it's pipe. a pipe. 
Um, I'm trying to imagine how a lizard smokes when they don't have any lips. It's a lot of inhaling and a lot of... I, I just realized where your pipe goes. It, it goes in your nose. You just stick the pipe <laughs> in one nostril and go... <laughs> and blow it out your mouth. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would be totally... a little inverted funnel that he... Yeah, I just I was thinking long Indian peace pipe thing. You know, like <laughs> just just like, long so we're not gonna be able to let you smoke on the ship. Why not? We'll all die. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's a ship made out of flame. Don't smoke. Flame explodes. Don't smoke during near the flame. See the part above you. The big roundy part? Yes. Yeah, don't. It explodes. Drop of a hat. Magic I'd love to see spirits. that. That sounds interesting. No, Can we really get a, a little balloon, fill, like a bladder filled with it? So oh, we yeah. can take him outside and let him What you can what do happens. is do what my science teacher did in high school where he filled the beaker with the oxygen and the, he, he did the experiment where you threw the electric through the water and over here we have the beaker, up overturned beaker filled with hydrogen and one filled with oxygen. You know, you put the match in it and the match. Gets huge in the oxygen one. And now we go to the other one. Boom! You know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> see that? Explodes, glass shrapnel to all the children. Sadly, yeah. it didn't. <laughs> Sadly, all it did was just sound off like a, a really loud uh, firework. And I think half of that was because the beaker was, you know, a resonance chamber for the, the wolf. Yeah. But it was, you know, like most chemistry things in high school, it was primarily about making the children jump, I think. Anyways, um, yes. Uh, well, that's not going to be fun, but I will acquiesce to your request. Good, because we'd hate to have to throw you out the, <laughs> out the door with a pipe stuck up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> or someplace else. <laughs> Can we introduce him to chewing tobacco? I'm sure. <laughs> he's a he's, 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 he has no lips. Isn't he just going to dribble it all over the shit? He's this brown stain running down the front of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no cheek to put it in. <laughs> also, I don't think lizards have saliva. What? Do they? Lizards, I don't know. Lizards have saliva. It's I'm, usually I don't know. bacteria ridden, and that usually is what festers. Oh yes, because of the um, Komodo dragon. The Komodo okay, dragon. I'm basing that. this on a ridiculous theory. I once theory. had a parrot lick my hand, and its ha- and its tongue was dry like a little peanut. And I know that lizard. I know that parrots ex- <laughs> evolved from dinosaurs. So, also, then lizards don't have saliva. I, I see. see. This is what I dream of Vincent filling his head with. <laughs> That's Somehow the... he convinced me that I don't have saliva. <laughs> I'm our field biologist and zoology expert. And yes, I'm yes you down. are. His tongue was dry like a little peanut. <laughs> it was. Wow, that sounds like the start of the worst haiku ever. <laughs> His tongue, his tongue was dry, like a. Never mind. Not gonna count the syllables. All right. So, um, as far as who we're taking with us on this, my questions are obviously going to take Manny and the kid because they're the closest thing that we have to pilots uh, at the moment. Um, did uh, are, we, are we taking Paris the monkey? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For snacks, understandable. You will not eat my monkey. Paris the monkey could actually snacks. be really useful on this. Yeah, Paris is. I'm trying. Remember, I'm still working on training Paris. 
Yes, in fact, give me a uh, animal handling roll on her. If she's not a secret Nazi spy. (laughs) She's not a secret Nazi spy. She's open about it. I am dubious of all of its entire. All right, (laughs) animal handling. Three plus five rating. Okay, go ahead and give me a... um, Here's a three and a five. Three and a two. Can I speak with Paris? (laughs) Ooh, a four. I can speak with animals. (laughs) All right. Get the get the take on this. Paris is uh, is graduating from doing simple tricks like laying down, touching her head, Mm -hmm. lifting her cap, you know, going to a perch and staying there for a reward, uh, to doing things like yes, at the four more successes, you're getting into the range of go get that, and all right, Paris will not always bring back that. The right but she does sometimes, so yes. we're working on it. She knows that if she goes and gets things and brings them to you, she gets a reward, which does result in a pile of things accumulating <laughs> around you <laughs> until you give her some food and she goes away. So there's that money. All the kinks are not out of the system yet, but the monkey progresses. I would like to ask the monkey. Uh-huh. How, like about this group, how well they are, who they are, like. I would like to speak with the with the monkey because he seems she seems yes, like a part. The monkey responds with a number of chittering uh, yeah. chirps, yeeps, yes, and and possibly that noise that it makes before it runs away. No, he has speak to the animal. Yeah, oh, so it's a ritual. It's a ritual. Actually, oh, so I can actually communicate with the with animals. Wow. Alright. <laughs> Go ahead and make the roll. So Paris could certainly be really and useful. It's, technically it's loyal because it's loyal to the Yes group, it is. Right? Yes it is. That's a lot of successes. Uh eight successes. And two for rituals for any of these I have to get five. Mm-hmm. And then it's the overlap. Yes. I am dying to know what, what the monkey has to say. Uh, the monkey she better not say not anything mean about me. <laughs> Your list of affairs. Okay. Wow. She knows better. Okay, major success. Uh, monkey is thrilled uh, that there's finally somebody who makes sense around here <laughs> and is sick to death of these nimrods who don't know how to talk or can't communicate properly. I mean, to you, to, I mean, I'm going to imagine that uh, uh, Paris sounds like Dorothy Dandridge or something. She's like, or, or no, she sounds like... Uh, Paris sounds queen. like Blanche Butterfly McQueen. Hmm? Butterfly McQueen. Butterfly McQueen. No, we're not going that way. <laughs> I was going to go with um, Blanche Dubois. Where she's all, you know, at last, a man who can finally understand me. And oh, dear. All, you know, d- depending on the kindness of Strangers, sort of thing. Um, uh, the 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 monkey um, relates to you any number of things that you want to know, like. And the it, monkey is not from the Hollow Earth. No, a monkey is from the outside. So that world. I will be whenever I can talking with the monkey about stuff um, from the surface. Oh yeah, there's an inside <laughs> of a there's the inside of this. Uh, there was oh god. Now here's it's, the question. Here's what you're gonna hear a lot of. You're gonna end up hearing a lot of. And so then there's this one time that uh, you know the V cop brought home this. <laughs> Half the crew of a merchant ship, you know? Because the monkey just hangs out in Vince's apartment, 
So you're going to hear about the drinking, and then the opium, and then, you know, possibly the, you know, again, the circus performers. There are some gymnasts who turned up, you know. So I imagine this is how every mammal lives. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. And then there was the fleeing from the apartment before the bill was due. Uh, there was that part as well. You also hear about the... The, the, the process yelling. of checking out, which involves fire escapes. You don't actually go through the lobby when you leave a hotel. When it's time to go, you go down a fire oh, yeah. escape, you know, oh, possibly with a bag full of towels. <laughs> so the question is, does he get a more accurate present, more accurate vision of what our world is like from the V-Count or from the monkey? <laughs> uh, from the monkey, yes, actually. I'm going to say that the monkey does not have a lot of lying. So, okay. yes, you'll okay. probably hear about all, all that. of that. Okay. But yeah. this is now crazy useful because we can actually get Paris <laughs> to do things for us. We can now communicate. We've got a little nimble <laughs> creature nobody's going to worry about. No, well, as long I'll as you worry. have a ritual. See, this is, I'll worry about her. This is what you should have been doing all <laughs> what are the animal hand You just gotta talk to the animals. <laughs> Alright, so Dr. Doolittle Hill takes a shortcut uh, around the operant, you know, Skinner box conditioning of the movie, and suddenly it's all like, oh, you don't give them treats, you just have a conversation. Let's equal it, right? Right. Yes, easy. Alright, the monkey is, uh, again, um, the, the monkey tells you all about things like, you know. <laughs> You know, boy, I sure have been up in the air a lot and looked down over a whole lot of water and jungle. And then there was that time that giant lizard tried to eat, you know, dead eye Bob. But, uh, things like that. Yeah, so, to happen. Uh, my question is, who else are we taking with us? Are we taking the uh, Sergeant Major Thapa? Are we taking uh, the cameraman, so Jimmy Jacks? Uh, I can't believe Thapa is still hanging out with us. Why are we taking everybody? Um, um, is there anybody you want to leave behind oh, in Blood Bay? I mean, keep an eye on the place um, while you're gone. We are. We. What about Vince? Space. I'm gonna leave Vince. We are, um, um, hmm. we no. Leave <laughs> we'll leave Kenton in charge. Eight. We are related to them. Well, we so Kenton is still around, huh? Yes. We'll leave Kenton in charge. Occasion, we eat them on occasion. I was also um, thinking, like, pretty much. Maybe we should leave nobody Evelyn, the script girl, isn't that interested in going on of course. a trip outside of Blood Bay as bad as Blood Bay smells right now? Evelyn. Them. Evelyn is the one we want to leave in charge. Evelyn Smith, Smythe. Kenton, um, leave Kenton in charge. There's a... Um, there's, there's, there's Lefty Gibson, the grip. There's uh, Benny Bloomfield, the sound engineer. No, I, Evelyn is the one who's actually responsible for continuity errors and, and keeping up with things. She's, she's going to be the, the script girl. Right? Yeah, she's going to be the one who pays attention to she's things. Script, makeup, continuity, props. Yeah. Um, long suffering. <laughs> I, by the way, just just to make sure you understand. My long-term goal, as one of my many long-term goals, is to create a self-sufficient guild of mechanical engineers. So eventually I'm going to be able to leave these guys in charge, is my dream. Well, the two, there are some guys back on the... There are some crew members on the Cyclops that I, I mentioned last time. Um, who were uh, uh, Crenshaw and Blake, who were sort of the uh, chief engineers. They had been previously been machinist mates on the ship before it was sucked into the hollow earth. Oh, yeah, I got them here. U.S. Navy. Well, uh, you've been dealing with them, but... Um, Do they seem like honest blokes? Do they seem competent? Well, you know what? I'll find out in three weeks. <laughs> well, they're at least uh, competent enough to sabotage the ship's engines properly. Kep- kept them running for, again... 
It had been like the equivalent of uh, 10 years. Yeah. Um, inside the Hollow Earth. Um, with the time, where the time dilates in here, it's, it's, it's uh, slower in here. So the ship disappeared in like 18. Um, so yeah, they, they kept it going for like nine years uh, with spit and, you know, yeah. uh, hand-built spare parts and whatever. Um, of course, when they sabotaged it during the uh, coup to, to, to deny it to Culligan, yeah. they, it was beyond their ability to fix it. Yeah, well, mistakes happen. So, okay, well, I'm going to basically be working on growing these people into trustworthy uh, lieutenants. All right. Um, they uh, smile nicely. And Regular performance nice reviews, little bonuses. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? <laughs> Some tailing. You cut a slice in the back of their head. Um, my question is, do you bring people like the camera and the sound engineer, the script girl, the, the guy who was the grip? Now, the camera and the sound engineer probably... Um, I would player, not person, yeah. probably yeah. for manual labor because they're known to carry heavy shit all over. Uh, there's also yeah. the part where they also want to record things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. we'll, we'll drag them along. Um, in that case, I'm going to suggest just because I don't want NPCs doing all the heavy lifting. What? What? Now I have to lift. Or player characters doing heavy lifting. We're going to leave Kenton. And Klondike Deadeye Bob back in because um, remember you secured a house. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually from somebody who was uh, too nice to Captain Culligan lost his house, and uh, we'll just stick uh, Evelyn and Lefty and Klondike. Why would we leave Klondike behind? Because uh, our ace sharpshooter. I don't want sure. I want to drag the well. I don't want to drag uh, too many player characters into a thing where they may not want to be. Plus, I don't want to have to. He'll want to be there. Oh, he would want to be there. Oh, yeah. So we'll drag, drag him on the airship, just because. But he doesn't have to come right. to that. We'll drag. He's get back on the airship. That's true. He's the guy who hates the airship. Um, <laughs> for travel with a genuine lizard man. He's like, I once had shoes made out of a feller just like you. Shoes? Oh, oh, good, you mean the good, things that are on your? Good ah, point. Gotcha. <laughs> See how that missed. <laughs> All right, we'll drag Klondike along. Uh, I guess we'll bring. Uh, also bring uh, the V-Con along in case we suddenly <laughs> we'll just be leaving them on the airship that until the there's an emergency. Sense. You guys will have to do all the poking around on the ground. But I'm going to go ahead and leave. Uh, I wouldn't suggest leaving uh, maybe Thapa behind as well because you need somebody to keep an eye on Kenton. things back at uh, yeah, Kenton and Thapa will be keeping an eye on things back in Blood nice. Bay. Making sure that there isn't, I don't know, another coup that your house isn't burned down in the middle of the night. Or that Kenton doesn't go off to the wizards and spill everything. Again. <laughs> Again. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, right now we've got Paris Are the Monkey. Are you playing Kenton again? If we ever go to Atlantis, yes. Okay. His wooingness, uh, his ability to woo the Queen of Atlantis is when I will need to be. There is, in fact, a Queen of Atlantis. We, we've established <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, asking Am around. Am I allowed to play, create like four or five special purpose characters? <laughs> <laughs> if you are, uh, if you feel like no. you, you've gotten as far with Dr. Palm as you possibly can, uh, you can create a character that's based on a Hollow Earth trope, either a native or a castaway or something like that. I don't really have too much of a problem with that. It's a big world. Being a local doesn't really grant you too much insider knowledge. Right. Uh, some, um, you, for instance, will definitely know that uh, you do not like the Virginians. The Virginians are douchebags. Okay. Um, yes, they have steam power, but they're slave traders, and they uh, 
apparently have come to the conclusion that um, whilst trading in humans is bad, everybody else is on the, the menu. Yeah. H-Men, Lizardmen, um, Gilmen, Hawkmen, all, yeah. all of the non-human. Mole men. Yeah. There's mole men. Apparently they're excellent uh, diggers, uh, diggers, miners. Yes. I got a couple customers at Scarecrow that are mole men. How's that again? And I think I have a couple of customers at Scarecrow who are mole men. <laughs> they're these identical twin brothers, and they're both kind Remember, of like you're this. being recorded. Nope, never mind. <laughs> they're super nice. They're, they are. They're some of my favorite customers, but I never see them in the daylight. Oh, they could, they could merely be vampires. Whites. Mole men. Mole I'm pretty okay. sure they live around the corner. <laughs> you think you know? Yeah, they probably do. Identical twins? That's kind of awesome. They're brothers, not identical. Yeah. But they look like mole men. <coughs> All right. Uh huh. Probably them. And they grow orchids. Orchids. Oh, and they grow nice. orchids. It gets better and better. Mm. Do the orchids secrete a special resin? <laughs> used? That's as far as I can. <laughs> Until you ran. <laughs> ran from scooping around. <laughs> right about the time they said, Hey, you kids, what are you doing in the orchids? And Daniel had to run for it because let's be honest, Daniel, you're the guy who would snoop in the orchids. I'm just saying, there's a greenhouse with some strange lights coming out of it. Boom. <laughs> I'd be in there. <laughs> Firstest with the mostest. All right. All right, so we're taking off. That's the crew you're going to take with you. So what you've got is uh, Manny. Uh, Cardone, uh, the Kid Gilbert, uh, you're taking Jimmy Jacks and Benny, the uh, sound and camera guys. You're um, uh, taking Paris the Monkey. Uh, we are taking all of our player characters except for um, uh, Kenton, and um, we will take uh, along our uh, Dead Eye Bob. Well, I'm also letting uh, Crenshaw and Black know that we're going to be gone, probably back within three weeks. Okay. Um, you guys load it, they're like, weeks, tides, whatever. At some point, we'll work out the time system. Uh, but you explain however many sleep periods, you know. You'll take 14 naps before we come back. 14 to 21 naps. I don't even know what this would do to people's circadian rhythms. Would you have a four-hour nap, get up, and have another eight hours? I have no idea. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, are there special places that... that that, are there special places that, that in the house that are like designed to be the dark room? Like, is the bedroom like the center room in the house that has no windows? You know, so you can get <laughs> some sleep. Um, I'm tone deaf. My rhythm is terrible. <laughs> um, I am imagining that every building in this place has huge fucking windows because nobody needs to light a goddamn lantern. Right. For any reason. Um, yeah. If there's a nice warm spot, I'm laying in the sun napping. Okay, uh, it gets cold immediately. You're, you know, four to eight thousand feet up. Um, uh, they probably the probably the best case scenario is for you to go to the galley and they turn on the electric stove and you just hang out near the electric stove, going, you know, like that. Um, uh, possibly curl up, go into torpor. <laughs> that weird hibernating lizard thing. You. Know, if we want to get him back, we're all going to have to rub him or sleep next to him. Yeah, that'll be great. It'll be like the thing where people talk about how their pet snake or lizard will climb up on him for body heat. Oh Somebody else will be sleeping. He'll just go, you. oh, here we go. Uh, like, ah! 
The only scary part is where his tail broke off. Oh, that wasn't my tail. <laughs> sure there's a joke in there somewhere about that. All right, I need perception rules from everybody. As you were cruising over the... Uh, what's your perception? I remember yours being really high, Ras. Like six or seven. Was it... Uh, perception. Perception. What is, what is blue? Five. Who is a three? Three. Okay. It's five. Okay. Five. There you go. Oh, you rolled five? I rolled five. I rolled a two. Okay. Two. I rolled a four. Okay. And you, sir? Two. All right. The lizard man's already betraying us. All right. The, the lizard man already is earning his keep. Um, so anyways, you guys are, are cruising over the uh, uh, the jungle and... Uh, uh, really the, work for the Virginians. Uh, the Oracalcum burrito. Uh, really, it's more like an Oracalcum um uh, Oscar, Meyer, Frank, and more than anything else. Uh, it's not that big. But um, it is sort of doing its job. And um, certainly the lizard man does more than point to the Aracalcum burrito and go, <laughs> I sense Aracalcum. Um, uh, I already have it. Good. We're done here. You know, uh, the, uh, uh, he's, he can sense the stuff. He can sense, the, you know, as the uh, before the burrito begins to move. And he can also tell... What's ahead? And over and over again, you'll get this thing where he'll be mm, right a fair amount of the time when it's like, oh, it's just a little bit of Aracalcum, and you'll find some of those pillars that have been stripped. Mm. But eventually, uh, you guys are, um, uh, I presume, using your charts to sort of uh, navigate, backtrack your tracks. Right? Going to the City of the Dead, yes. Yeah. No, we're not going to the City of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, everyone vetoed my <laughs> we brilliant idea. We decided not to go to the City, of the, to the city of the Dead. And everyone pussied out and decided they're going to the... Kenton uh, wanted to go. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's, all take a time, let's all take a moment to consider what that means. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a style point for talking to the monkey. <laughs> that was awesome. I talk to the monkey all the time. All right. I'll give you a style point for having the monkey talk back. <laughs> In a manner which you could comprehend. You goat-headed doodler. It's the cutest little satanic goat ever. Um, so, you um, can look down and you know, you're looking down over the uh, forest of green below you thinking, boy, wouldn't it be great to be down there so you can have a smoke? <laughs> perhaps, uh. perhaps in fact, you have, we have, in fact, let's go ahead and go with the original idea. Are we really going to lower him out of the, uh, <laughs> lower, him lower him out of there no. so he can, he can stick a pipe up his nose? No. 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 Damn it. So, it's not still kind of dangerous. Cold, but I'm also miserable because I, I haven't say, had a smoke in hours, maybe a day. Can more than a life of adventuring. Can we please get like down on the ground, please? Maybe I could go outside, like on the top and smoke, because that's not yeah. where the hydrogen <laughs> leaks out through the fucking... <laughs> no. It's going to the airship. That'll be great. Oh, one other thing that you guys would have been had time to deal with while you're in Blood Bay. Do you want to paint over the swastikas? <laughs> yes. Okay. That would be one of Kenton's first thing. He yeah. What What did you want to replace them with? Do we have a, I mean, I know... The symbol of the atom. The umbrella corpse. Ooh, the symbol of the atom. It's your airship. Fancy. I like it. All right. Um, you don't want lightning bolts and the atom and maybe a skull and crossbones? Lightning bolts are... <laughs> oh, I know! A skull with lightning bolts! And then like an antenna on top of the skull. Science skull pirates of lightning. <laughs> what? How about we just replace it with two stylized lightning bolts next to each other? 
<laughs> that's an excellent idea. That's a that's a great idea. I don't. Wow, why didn't I think of that? I think if you put if, if, as long as it's got more than one elbow, it's no longer Nazi. All right, you can have two elbows. It's, it's maybe a pointy it's thing. Yeah. So seriously, what do you want to put on? Do you want a symbol of the atom? Yeah. All right, symbol of the atom. It is. You now have science zeppelin. The uh, I keep asking what it is and why it's on there. It's the building blocks of everything. And it's on there because it's cool. Mud? <laughs> Mud? Yeah. Mud? What, that, which, which element is that? Earth, air, fire, or water? Well, yes. Yes, it is. Hydrogen. It is hydrogen. Oh, do you actually go with, do you go, do, do you go Dr. Manhattan? <laughs> yeah. With just the one dot and the other dot? We're in a hydrogen area. <laughs> okay, that's even cooler. All right, you go full Dr. Manhattan. So it's just the, the, the ring with the one dot for the uh, electron and one dot for the proton. That's much cooler than the... Than the yeah. Oh, that's much cooler. All right. Uh, excellent, excellent mad science. Uh, excuse me, super science. Mad science is pejorative. Um, Sixty words till you find me a style point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, screw you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Don't worry, they'll be used in terrible, any minute terrible now. ideas. <laughs> All right, so um, you uh, manage a spot over the side of the ship. Um, uh, something metallic sticking out of the ground. Um, just in, the, the, just um, in a random in the jungle. Uh, uh, no, it's um, it's actually in a um, uh, uh, area of jungle that appears to have been burned. Um, there's a uh, a certain there's a there's a patch of uh, of of uh, jungle that is uh, just standing trees at the moment. Um, it's trunks. Uh, it looks like there was a there was a fire around it. Um, but that uh, that has uh, and it's still smoldering. In fact, uh, the first thing people would have uh, you would probably notice would have been just the smoke. But uh, fires are something that are not uncommon. You you would have seen those in different pieces mm-hmm. of the environment. Um, lightning strikes, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, help unkempt uh, fires by the locals. But in the middle of it is. Um, and you're also getting this, um, this, uh, also your, um, go ahead and give me a roll on your oracalcum sense, too. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hmm. All right. The burrito is still pointing towards, you guys have been traveling for a number of days, um, getting closer and closer to the, you're, 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 at this point, you're thinking you're pretty close to the, the city with the waterfall. The, um. In fact, I believe that was the first place that uh, Captain Flint said, Aha, I know where this is. Now we can. Uh, yep. <clears throat> I know exactly how to get back to the city from here. Um, the uh, uh, You're probably less than a day's journey away uh, from there. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there's this, like I said, area of forest burned out, still smoldering. Didn't happen that long ago. And sticking up out of the ground is a uh, large uh, object that is clearly made out of some sort of reflective material. Okay. Um, and you're definitely your aracalcum sense is tingling. is tingling, Spidey, mm-hmm. uh, as far as that object goes. 
That probably has something. Uh, what does it? Does it feel like just like regular orichalcum, like the the um, like the pillars, or is it some feels like it's more concentrated into like some? Um, piece? Uh, or can I tell? At, well, you got four out of six, I think, in your successes. Yep. Um, what you're thinking is that um, this has been. Uh, it's not. It's not. Um, I don't call it. It's not raw orichalcum. You think that it's um, refined somehow, uh, refined and uh, has been <clears throat> refined or shaped. I guess is a good way to put it. Okay, like a living giant statue. Awesome. Um, we should probably time for check some air housing. We've we're <laughs> checking that out. All right. As you hover your airship uh, a little closer, um, what you see is that there is sort of this mound of earth uh, in the middle of this 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 uh, field. Um, and uh, what's sticking up out of the ground at a about a thirty degree angle is a uh, giant uh, auger. There's just this enormous drill bit sticking up out of the ground, attached to this uh, big shiny metal cylinder. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's go down and check that out. Yeah, I want to see what that is. I think that's one of those machines we can ride back out to the surface world. Because huh. they, what else could it be? Well, exactly. I'm going to work. All right, go ahead and give me perception rolls as you guys observe the. Uh... I perceive one. One. All right. Four. Two. Four. Four. All right. I see the two over there for. Uh, I, I know. Again. Zazel. 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 I'm, I'm going to call you Azazel a couple of times just to get the the bad angel name. Is it Azazel? <laughs> Az- uh, What's it? Azazel. Is that a demon name or an angel name? He's, that's an angel name. He's one of the other fallen. Okay. So <laughs> I'll try not to call him Azazel, but it'll, it'll happen. Um. You look down there, and uh, amongst the things that you spot uh, on this thing is this thing has a hatch in it. Um, it has a it has a big old uh, uh, hatch that's uh, essentially built into the it, it's uh, it's uh, shaped into the side of the uh, of the uh, cylindrical side. It is open, and there are steps built into the bottom of the uh, steps built into the door, so you can tootle out much like the hatch in the side of a uh, of an aircraft. Dibs. Um, <laughs> you went down first. We'll let you down in the basket first. Um, again, no, I'm going first. I want to smoke. There's, there's still, <laughs> there's still, um, like I said, uh, smoldering uh, uh, grass or smoldering uh, uh, burnt trees around this. Does it look like the like? Is it? Does it look like there was a Martian death ray fired out of it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say that the the burnt patch is not symmetrical. It is not a perfectly. It's not like, okay. <laughs> so, mowed down all the trees. No, it is it is actually uh, uh, an irregularly burnt area. All right. Um, so, hmm. well, we're looking for any other signs of life nearby. Like okay. if someone got out and was exploring, that's what we'd be looking for. All right. Uh, in that case, um, how how low do you bring the airship? Well, I'm going down, so okay. you know, fairly low. Okay. Um, 
I mean, what, like the ropes are like what, sixty feet? Yeah, feet? I think you have like a uh, well. The, the the cargo cable is something like uh, I want to say that there's like um, uh, 100, 200 meters of cargo cable, something yeah. like that. Well, let's bring it down 100 meters. The ladder was only like, the actual ladder ladder was only like, I think, uh, 80 feet. Yeah, but I don't want to go down crazy far and then I've got to figure out the the, the more hydrogen. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as the amount of hydrogen and ballast goes on this airship, uh, it it runs out whenever it's dramatically important for it to run out. Okay. Because we are playing pulp, so... You know, I we'll also don't want to see a bunch of Nazis come running. We up get so to the city of really the loaded. dead, and we cannot get out. Right yeah, that's when the airship begins to malfunction. Like, why did I name it the city of the dead? Why did I name it the city of fluffy bunnies? <laughs> it totally sucked you in with the city of fluffy bunnies. But it's full of artifacts, and no one's ever come back. Yes, but it's probably. Because the bunnies are so cute, no one wants want to, to. They just want to stay. People just roll bunnies. in the piles of fluffy bunnies. And, they're the special kind of bunnies that you can't squish if you roll over on them. So, so who's going down? Like triples. People at the table? Mon. I'm at least going down because I want to smoke. All right. Then yeah, clearly there's been some smoke. Clearly. I'll go down. All right. Madame? I'm going down. Everybody's going down. We'll leave Ooh, Bob. Dead-Eye Bob can do Overwatch on this. Bob will just stay up in the airship. Bob would actually, you know what? Bob will get on the airship. He hates the airship. I hate to say it, but Bob will get out of the airship. So we'll put the um, five players down here. We'll leave um, uh, Vince will be be directing the filming. In case anything jumps out to bite your faces off, he will get it on camera. In case I jump out and bite your faces off. Yeah. He's been suckering us (laughs) into a trap. All right, you get down here, go ahead and make perception rolls again once you're on the ground. And I tell Bob if there are Frenchmen inside, don't shoot them. Three. Four. Two. Ooh, four. Two, four, four. four. Three. Right. Three. You guys, again, you get down, the temperature shoots way up. Because the ash is still hot on your feet. You're like, ah, you probably roll in it. <laughs> probably. It's like, ah, oh, so much better. Now I can think straight. You know, there's a point where we won't ask you questions. Hazel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you sensor a clock? Over there. Is that shiny thing important? Um, can we go down there? You do see footprints in the ash. Coming out the front door. And there's some walking around. It looks like somebody walked around the uh, the machine and then trooped off in a particular direction. Uh, are they human the, footprints? Toward, they are they are shoes and boots and whatnot. Hmm. Well first... In fact they look um they got they got tread. Um actually no, there would have been um there wouldn't be any tread on these boots there, but they would be um uh, sort of, they don't look like wingtips. They look like, you know, working man boots. Okay. Well, first we're going to secure this machine. Okay. Yeah. I want to so, go um, and see what the deal is. Steal this machine. <laughs> so who wants to touch the thing that maybe set the forest on fire? Me. Okay. I just, just go up the steps and okay. into the machine. Okay. I thought you were going to touch the outside of the, uh, of the, the We assume that's pretty hot. Yeah. Um, 
getting close that you can still feel that you can still tell that it it it, uh, it still is it still radiates some heat. Um, the interior of this thing is it's black inside. There's no light. Okay. No light comes in from the outside. Well, a bit, the, yes. The interior is all right. I fumble around for a light switch. Dump, 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 dump. Um, I have a flashlight. Oh, that helps. Um, click. Eventually, um, what you see inside here is this sort of—I uh, don't know—it's a—it's a—I guess you'd call it a cockpit. Um, there are um, there's a spherical section inside um, that uh, appears to be uh, set like a gyroscope. Mm-hmm. That it can be as the ship. As this device moves around it and whatever, 360 times 360, right. all points of the compass direction um, and, you know, three-dimensional space, uh, this uh, control area appears to be state level. Yeah. Um, Always has your feet pointed towards the center of gravity. Whatever the gravity is. Um, Which would be weird. It does have... Um, it does have... A, a, Let's see. Uh, at the same time, there's um, there are uh, built into this thing. Um, there appears to be like a a series, a, a pair of, uh, of of levers that allow you to turn. Also, man, you know, sort of manually turn this thing inside the ship, which allows that to be turned in a way that puts the door up to the door. Yeah. All right. You can clamber out if necessary. Yeah. Um, and there's and then there's also backup manual ones for hand cranking it until it rolls into position, so you're not trapped inside. Um, is there any symbols or iconology? In here? Oh yes, yes. Um, there is. Uh, it's loaded with. I mean, there's 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 you know uh, things on it that literally say you know uh, caution step. You know. In English. Um, I will translate. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm more interested yeah. just in the fact that it's not German. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's probably in um, Portuguese. All right. So it looks a little like that Spanish you've been talking. Well, I don't know if you can read Spanish, but you, you can certainly talk it. Mm-hmm. All right. But um, if you want that to be one of your languages, sir, you can certainly I take Portuguese. Yes. Because we were we were popularly developing your language list as we encountered them from the several summons, summers I spent in Brazil. Uh, in fact, uh, if there's any difference between Iberian Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese, this is Brazilian Portuguese. Hmm. Um, the um, uh, the the instruction, all, you know, all the uh, things like you know lights on and off, uh, the the levers to maneuver the interior, uh, sort of. Um, uh, spherical command area. Uh, they're all written in Portuguese. Um, there's uh, things inside it that mention, you know, uh, there's, there's there's controls inside it that say things like, you know, uh, that are uh, uh, how to turn the uh, the command area so that it matches up to the engineering area. Is there anything that dates it? Um. A wall calendar? Nope. Uh, but they're, the technology is, you know, you're... you're uh, well, I'll tell you what's interesting. The there are no windows. 
But there are these big cathode ray tubes set into the um, uh, the, the control sphere uh, that are uh, currently off at the moment. But uh, you recognize them as uh, as uh, television uh, monitors. Ooh. Now, television has only been around since, what, 36? I mean, it's like this year. Um, I mean, I think the first broadcast is... Well, the first broadcast is 36. It's the Olympics, which may not have happened yet. So television tube would actually be mm, super duper cutting uh, technology. Of course, you know, mole machine to the center of the earth, you know, mm, what, cutting in technology. Yeah, whatever. Now you can detect that there are, uh, go ahead and give me a roll on, um, uh, one of your technology roles, either physics or, um, the, um, the, uh, repair or whatever you got there, electronics, Three. Okay. Um, you're able to find that there is a battery backup on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, you can turn the power on. Power off? Power on. Oh. We can go home. Okay. You start flipping the appropriate switches. Yeah. Um, the lights come on in this place. Um, it's uh, kind of... Uh, uh, weirdly echoey because that's dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are the batteries normal? Do I understand the technology of the batteries, or are they crystals? Um, they are um, they are normal batteries. Um, but as you're uh, examining this thing, and perhaps you know, uh, you now that you're the power's on, you can use the automatic controls to turn the exit door around so that it now faces the um, engineering space. Mm-hmm. Um, you find that the engineering space actually has like a um, uh, your technology. A, uh, uh, well, you know, the funny thing is, I was when I ran into that huge earthquake in Ecuador, I was actually working on that earth moving machine. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, <laughs> did you read my background that much and extrapolate from there? <laughs> you gave me a background. <laughs> it's not my fault that I read it. <laughs> um. In the back appears to be, uh, you know, some sort of massive uh, chrome-plated engine uh, back there, all covered with all covered with shiny. Um, And there does appear to be this uh, almost uh, altar-like recess uh, with these sort of metal uh, clamps and whatever. That look like it's meant to hold something in that place, but it, it's it's currently missing. Mm. Now there are batteries in this thing that are. Only we had a small portable battery. Yes, yeah, something we, that's meant to be left on an altar. Ran. Is it designed to modify to fit the battery we have? Mm. It doesn't appear to be. Yeah. Now, the ones you have is about what softball sized. Yeah. Um, well, for all we know, we just injured, you know, put it near it, and the thing flows around it. If it's yeah. water caulco, is it? Yeah. You want to try putting the uh, sphere inside? Oh yes. No, I was thinking that he was going to like see if oh. it was water caulco. Um. Yes. Uh. Go ahead and give me a roll. Four. Um. A lot of this thing is water caulco. <clears throat> okay. The exterior. The... the exterior bore appears to be water caulco. Then yes, yeah. we will try putting the, <laughs> the the power source in here. Okay. 
What could um, possibly go wrong? Um, possibly I'm go standing right. outside smoking. The question we were We're standing outside smoking. <laughs> <laughs> As it backs it. into the ears. <laughs> Spitting earth up. Bye. All right, me and, me and the V-Con will just go off and check out that apartment he had in New York. And Deadeye. And Deadeye. Wow, so he was confounded. <laughs> um, you uh, uh, hook that back up. Um the um, the uh, it does pretty much exactly what you expected it to do. The uh, probes uh, uh, go uh, move towards it, and the metal actually flows over this thing to create this sort of um, uh, lattice that it doesn't even look like you can't even see the seams of the two pieces. The, the four armatures came together, just folds over this thing. Um, there is a uh, uh, quite a loud click and thump deep inside the machine. Uh-oh. Um, and the um, uh, uh, TV monitors light up uh, in the front of the, well, the side of the control space. Technically, this thing is turned sideways, so it's not actually looking forward at the mm-hmm. moment. But it is showing the what is forward on the ship. It's showing sky and tops of trees. And well, can like we that. see the airship from here? Oh, uh, yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Hovering daintily in the sky. Um, Don't hit the button called fire. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. Uh, at, so, at, at this point, um, there is a sound of uh, static. You right. suddenly hear the sound of uh, static uh, lights up, and um, um, so there's a shortwave radio here. Uh, well, um, one of the monitors stops showing the sky, and uh, there's sort of this. A lot of snow on it instead, and uh, there's um, the outline of some figure uh, inside the uh, snow, and and uh, you hear, "Well, that was quick." Yes. He's speaking in English. He speaks um, in English, but I, I should say with a heavily heavy Iberian accent. He sounds. Uh, I don't know how to do a different. How to do a Portuguese accent? Yeah, but uh, uh, or uh, but he he sounds he sounds uh, like I said, Latin Iberian. But he's speaking English. He says, but he speaks in English. He says, well, that's what he, and he says that was quick. Or however, I, my Spanish accent's terrible, so I'm not going to do one until I can get enough tequila in me to do it right. <laughs> um, um, when you say yes, he's this thing. There's there's quiet, and then there's. What's happened to your accent? Well... Step before the monitor, please. I step before the monitor. Dr. Paul Harpeet. (laughs) You have me at a disadvantage, sir. I have been been reading your work with great interest these last few years. You are... Yeah, well, again, (laughs) apparently... Uh, these are Nazis from the future who moved to Brazil in advance of the fall of the Third Reich. Yeah. He says that um, I have been reading your work with great interest these last few years. You're, you are close. Actually, no, you're not just close. You're inside. I'm here. Mm. Well, then perhaps... Um, we can be of some use to uh, each other. Did you, by any chance, see a group of heavily armed bumpkins leaving <laughs> my drilling machine? 
No, and I sort of you know, waved to close the door. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. <laughs> I, I'm going to point out that since the, uh, the internal uh, uh, sphere is turned so that the doorway is pointing towards the engineering space, uh, there's a solid wall in front of where the door is. Yeah. Okay. He says, um, we're not getting the best signal, but... Um, uh, <clears throat> you've apparently found yourself a power crystal. Of one of many. Mm. Well, that was the whole idea. Um, it has been, and he checks his watch. Um, several hours since I dispatched the crew to attempt to recover. Another one for the return trip. Uh, they couldn't possibly, at least by my calculations, have returned in time. Um, perhaps um, you could use your crystal uh, to power the uh, this the Cythonian, Cythonian to return to the surface. <laughs> Uh, we could certainly do that, but again, you have me at a disadvantage. Can I acquire your identity and allegiance? Oh, allegiance! I think that you'll find that my allegiance is similar to yours, Doctor. Only to science. He's a good guy. <laughs> much like, yeah, that's much like Werner Von Braun and Dr. Mengel. <laughs> He's one of our guys at the end. <laughs> he says, um... Um... He says, uh, at the moment, it is, in my, it is definitively to my advantage to maintain a certain level of anonymity. But um, I don't believe that would, should be completely dispositive as to whether or not we can cooperate on this matter. Um, perhaps um, you are seeking egress to the surface world? It's one of our, one of our goals, yes. Make me a roll on your intelligence, please. Mm. No way. Physics. That's a better roll. <laughs> we have the machine. We should just take it someplace. But where? It. Also, why cause an enemy, right? If we don't have to. Why isn't he telling us who he is? Four. Well, Four? that's why we're not going to be working with him until he tells us who he is. Four. If time's moving faster on the surface than it is inside, how is he conversing with you in real time? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Boy, you're speaking very <laughs> <laughs> no, Nothing actually changed. Okay. I figured out my role correctly. Your physics role prompts the question. If he's on the surface, he should be talking really, really fast. Oh, I haven't. Did he say he was on the surface? Did I just miss that? No, but he hasn't said it. He's, he's, he did just talk about returning you to the surface. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I did not I did not assume that he was on the surface talking to me. Okay. Unless he's like in front of a green screen and they're putting up a bunch of palm trees. And... So I appreciate your affiliation to science, as do all right-thinking people, but <laughs> I still need to know your identity. <laughs> 
We've well, met a number of disreputable characters here in this in this world. Go ahead and give me a um, current company accepted. Uh, current, yes. Uh, go ahead and give me a. Um, yeah, I guess it would be a rule under uh, physics as well. Okay. I don't know why I'm going to throw two style points on this. Okay. I just really want this roll to go. Well, back. here's two style points. You get one back. You gave me three. The red is. Oh. Oh. Uh, Alright, so physics. And a style point just gives me an extra dice. Yes. Uh, what did you roll? Two? Including <laughs> the style points. Including the style points. I'm thinking really hard. <laughs> Mysterious guy. (laughs) Something not right here. It's really hot in this thing. Um, Not fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Need some good thinking. You're um. There's something about the um, South American connection that seems extremely familiar to you. Yeah, but uh, you're not quite sure what it is. Know you met, possibly somebody you've heard of, but it's not ringing any bells at the moment. Yeah, not with two successes. Sadly. Well, I'm sorry, but trust is uh, trust is the coin that we deal in. Well, then perhaps we should start by um, yeah, establishing some trust. I suppose we could uh, go through the. Um, pre-flight check and see whether or not the uh, the Sethonian probe is able to return to the surface. The first thing that we're going to do is to establish your identity or else we really have nothing to talk about. <laughs> mm. I would have thought that you would have guessed my identity. It's very hot I'm, down here. I'm a, little, I'm a little put out. My ego has taken a bit of a bruising knowing that you have not... <laughs> No, um, not who I am. I didn't have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, um, uh, let's see here. He says, um, I'm a little put out that you do not uh, tumble to my identity. He says, my name is Dr. Gustavo Munoz. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you read his stuff. He's one of those guys who was, you know, they left. Pull out my background and see if I mentioned his name. I don't remember this guy. He he is somebody who um, you would have uh, read about because uh, he's uh, working. He was uh, had certain theories about um, uh, other dimensions and other worlds uh, that were working along the same lines as yours, although. uh, he was uh, one of the things that he did for you, so you didn't have to do it. Was publish um, on crazy. the topic and yeah. get left out of the university. Gotcha. Okay. Um, he is uh, somebody who dropped off the uh, the radar, and uh, in this, maybe five years ago, in the holy, the very highly politicized world of that time, did he have any expressed leanings towards one side or the other? Well. He was uh, from Portugal. Yeah. Portugal at the time is run by this rinky-dink fascist uh, dictator named Salazar. Yeah. Uh, who is assisting 
Francisco Franco and taking over Spain. They're, they're, as I understand it, the Salazar dictatorship is is uh, again rinky-dink fascists. Yeah, and they um, are definitely working on uh, assisting their neighbors and running out the royalists and the, the communists from becoming fascists as well. But um, Munoz is someone who fucked off to uh, the other primary Portuguese-speaking place on Earth, had moved to South America after his European uh, uh, career came to a crashing halt. Hmm. So, I have no reason to distrust him at this point. Um... Except for the part there's a crackpot and believes in the whole of Earth, you know. <laughs> well. All that sort of nonsense. You know that, um, you know that uh, uh, not only did he believe in um, uh, other dimensions mm-hmm. and um, have some crazy uh, ideas about physics like that, but his other big specialties were... Um, uh, uh, we're in the field of electronics mm-hmm. and um, power generation, things like that. Ooh, well, it could be a useful ally. Could be. Where are you located, Doctor? Thanks to the uh, largesse of the uh, Brazilian government and uh, through my efforts at uh, electrification, um, I have... Uh, Acquired a um, a laboratory not too far from um gosh what's the one that they always leave from when they Buenos Aires uh, no, no no the one they always leave for it's the city they always leave from when they want to go look for the creature in the black lagoon is it Kipos I think it's Kipos there's this big huge city deep in the Amazon. It's the biggest city in the Amazon. It's the one that has the crazy that delicious hmm? corn snack. Has that? That delicious corn snack, Kipos. I wish. Mm. Um, I can't remember. The name is escaping me off the top of my head, but it's this place where they have, oh, in fact, I'll probably just look it up in, one of the, in the hex book. But um, it's this place that, you know, rather uh, famously has the giant opera house in the middle of the, you know, oh, yeah. Amazonian jungle. Yeah. Huge cathedrals. The people made. I know about that place. I read one of crap loads of. Uh, they made crap loads of, uh, of money, uh, in the uh, uh, rubber uh, trade down there, and they spent it on this. They spent it on the city. Um, it's kind of. Uh, okay, it, so he has a laboratory. Yeah, he says he has a laboratory. <laughs> he has a laboratory. Not, far, not in, in somewhere in the Brazilian rainforest near some of the filming locations for Fitzcarraldo. Yes, that was uh, definitely one of the plot points. Oh, wait, are you actually saying you're there right now? Yes, I am. Then how are we speaking? Through a device of my own creation. He waves his hand. We, we can see him. Yes. Right, I just... Manaeus. We know he's lying. Who what? says Who says I'm lying? I guess I shouldn't speak out loud. <laughs> <laughs> The microphone uh, does pick up. Who says I'm lying? What makes you say that? The time dilation between our worlds. That says you're lying. Well, this conversation is taking a lot longer on my side than it is on your side. <laughs> what are you speaking slowly? 
No, I record my message, and then I transmit it to you. Okay. It arrives compressed on your side. I have to wait for your message to come to me. You're the one who sounds like they're speaking slowly. <laughs> Thinking about that whole mega thrust incident. Uh, well, okay. So this device can go back to the surface world? If properly powered, yes. Well, it's properly powered. Well, then um, go, to the go to this readout and um, tell me what it says. I go to the readout and tell them what it says. It does not have enough. It, well, you know, there's an arrow and you read off the numbers on it. There's, again... It's pulp, so there's going to be there's going to be gauges, yeah, and there's going to be arrows, yeah, right. There's not going to be digital readout. That's for pansies. Sure, this is the age when there are like you know wheels that turn, and it's one of those reverse color things where it's red, the so, yellow, the green, and exactly the red. So, yeah. so given what I'm looking at, does it look like I'm being told the right information? Well, uh, do we really not have enough? power? I mean, is there really like an indicator that this thing is not fully powered? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, what you've got here is a thing that seems to indicate that um, uh, well, first of all, this is um, um, did you uh, what was the state of the uh, craft when you arrived? It was just sitting there. It was in the midst of a, of a, of a burnt area. The door was open. Left, <laughs> left open. Good God. He does some cursing in Portuguese. <laughs> Madre de Dios, which is probably not what you'd say in Portuguese. They, they left the door open. <laughs> of course. They it, seemed, it seemed inviting. <laughs> I see. Yes. Right. Okay. Um. Obviously, I'm going to ask that you not do that if, <clears throat> if you should leave the craft at any time. Um, in the meanwhile, uh, he starts describing the uh, what readouts you should get. Mm. Now, when I spoke to the Dunderheads, they said that um, all the gauges were at, uh, and he describes, you know, where, you know, what area of the red zone they were in. Yeah. Uh, my power source was fully charged when it left to my laboratory. So. Uh, based on that, how far do you think, you do the math, how far back do you think you can get? In the, but based on, if he says it was all the way over in the green, yeah. when it started and it got here, yeah. where your crystals pumped it up, the pumped it up is enough to get marooned somewhere in the magma. Okay. <laughs> so, Aww. all right. Wow. Not far enough. And is our crystal worthless now? Have we just discharged all the energy into the ship? Yes. You can charge up the... Did you ask that question of him? Yeah. You could charge up the batteries to full, but the batteries are only a backup system for life support. It's not going to be enough to turn the auger to work the caterpillars. Hmm. So we need to go after your men, help them find the power source, and then hitch a ride back yes, to the surface Yes, about my men. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes? They are not my men. Whose men are they? Mm, it's, they have, I think a better word would be boys. 
<laughs> you just named the episode. <laughs> well, we got a city we could drop them off in. Uh, well, who 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 are they? These boys? Some American bandit and her brood of cretinous whelps broke into my laboratory, damaged several of my all of this cameras here. <laughs> yes. Experiments and stole your earth and stole my machine. machine. Why would anybody steal your earth digging machine? Why would bandits Band come for you? Yeah. I believe they were under the impression that they could get into Fort Knox with it. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Can you? Or any bank? Probably. <laughs> well, yes. You could clearly bore up into a vault. Open the doors, begin loading the gold, and then be arrested by an enormous number of American soldiers. Yes, that that is exactly what would happen if you dug into Fort Knox. Smaller bank vaults. Well, maybe that would work. Well, we can we can move your machine and hide it and return it to you. And go looking for the power pistol ourselves. We have some capability in that area. We've been here for quite some time. We're much more oriented than they are. Well, plus we have science. Oh, science, that always helps. And a lizard. <laughs> and the lizard. And the monkey. <laughs> you put the lizard in front of the camera? I'm outside. I'm not privy to you. I've been just I chain smoking. What, I want to know what the doctor knows about horror health or whatever it's called. Horror falcon? Yeah. Ah, yes. He obviously has the, uh, of the, uh, the middle of the um, Atlanteans. Very handy. Would not have been able to build the Cathonian probe without it. So, have you been here before? My health precludes <laughs> a direct involvement with exploration. Right. Hence, the setup with the communication system. Okay. So, how did you find out about the Hollow Earth? And have you been traveling? How did you get the Orc Halcom? There are sources for it on the surface. You just need to know where to look. <laughs> There's a whole conspiracy here in the service world. I've People been, know about this. I have been at this for quite some time. As have you. Okay. I'm just better at it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can be trouble. Your papers were most instructive, although slightly... Wrong. Naive. He <laughs> has all the time to come back with a witty repartee. How's that again? He's got all the time to come up with. A That's true. Like an hour. When, yeah, when he wants to go with a zinger, he's got at least twice as much time as you. Do. I'm assuming that while I'm talking to him, every once in a while, like a nightcap appears on his head. <laughs> <laughs> so there's smoking jacket. Sometimes he's smoking. Sometimes he's not. Hmm. Well. Um, <clears throat> We'd certainly like to know where you did get the Orcocum on, on the surface world. And what your relationship to the Atlanteans are. He says, my relationship to the Atlanteans. <laughs> was the same relationship that um, uh, Carter had with Tutankhamen. Or Schliemann with Troy. He rated it. Never mind, I'm not there. 
<laughs> this is um, no idea who these people are. The uh, I am interested in this dead civilization, but um, oh. only insofar as what they can teach us uh, about our, about their technology. They were, you may be surprised to learn, more technologically advanced than mankind is today. I am not surprised to learn that. By the way, what is the date there right now? Um, he throws out a date that's still in 1936. Okay. But is about, let's see here. You guys went in in February. You've been in here for about two months. So... It's closing in. I'll get an exact date, uh, but it's you're closing in on like the end of the summer. Okay. You've been in for you've been down here for about ten weeks. It's closer to it's closer to uh, almost five, five months. All right, up there. Well, um, do you know how to manipulate the Orcalcum? Beg your pardon. Do you know how to change the Orcalcum? You must. Well, there are any number of smelting techniques we've used. Can you tell me about any of them? I believe, I'm, tools. I believe that um, uh, until it's necessary, I don't believe I'm going to reveal that sort of proprietary information to a fellow... Trapped scientist. Scientist. <laughs> scientist. Let's see if we can get you back to the surface. Let's see if we can get you and my machine back to the surface without having to reveal too many things I'd like to patent. Sure. Okay. Yes, we we prize getting back to the surface more than patents. Can he speak Atlantean? Um, no. Do you ask? Yeah. I can read it, but no one's spoken this dead language for millennia. Obviously. So he's thinking about the Atlanteans on the surface world. Uh-huh. It didn't even occur to me that I just got in my head that, of course, Atlanteans, the legend somehow pilfered through from the hollow earth. But no, they went to the hollow earth. So there's a war beneath the seas or wherever their lost cities on the surface world are. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems pretty clear what we need to do. Well. Not tangle with the... Brigands <laughs> who are looking for a bank, not a loser bank. down on the coals. They're going to be heavily armed. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get this yes, thing fired up. Yes, they machine guns. Ah! <laughs> let's let's okay. get this let's get this fired up so we can move it. Well, uh, how far do you want to move it? You've got sound weapons. Soon you can have sound weapons and machine guns. Or soon they could have sound weapons. <laughs> and some new boots. <laughs> yes. some new boots. Just saying. They need to find a meal. I don't like the sound of machine guns. Nobody likes the sound of machine guns, particularly when they're being fired at you yes. as opposed to away from you. No, nobody likes machine guns. So, I don't know, um, you know, five or ten miles away. Wonderful city. All right. Is it possible we can bury it underneath the earth and have some sort of remote control to bring it back up? Um, he says, if I had a remote control, I would have had it turned around and brought back to me. Obviously, this is a flaw that we will correct in the future. No, you wouldn't, because there's not enough power. Ah! <laughs> Once you return my Cythonian probe to me, I shall correct all that, of this. All of that, that particular mistake. Thank you! (laughs) Well, we have to keep this ship. Eh? 
it's not these other people, so that's a good thing. Well, I just don't want to. So, steal so, so what? Did you, so possessions nine tenths. No, I was gonna say <laughs> you're gonna fit in great in blood bank. No, 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 no. All no, your no, complaints no. about <laughs> it's full with cutthroats and pirates is like. I was actually just going to say, if this was the actual crew, we can't keep it. It's not ours legally, but luckily they stole it. So given that they given that they stole it, and we can steal it from them and no foul. No, 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 no. The, the actual owner is talking to us, telling us to do this. We're recovering stolen property, but more importantly, we now have a person who we can talk to on the outside, who we can get knowledge from. Yeah, but he's going to want his probe back. I'm happy to bring his probe back with me driving it. <laughs> I'm in. What'd you say? I said, I'm in. So. I want to be back home. Maybe we should drive it back to Blood Bay. Well, the actual distance. Over the water? Under the water. Under the water. The actual distance to get through, through the, water. Uh, the surface of the earth is shorter, much shorter, yeah. than the distance to drive back to Blood Bay. Okay. Because mm. we're talking about, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'll have to check the numbers in the game, but it's something like, they actually give numbers on how long it takes to bore through the, bore into the hollow earth. And um, so he, he, we were talking about hundreds of miles of material, but uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, a thousand miles yeah. to Blood Bay. And I assume there's, you know, there's no possible way we could bring it back over a Zeppelin. No, Zippo couldn't lift this thing. Uh, it's too big, metal, shiny. Well, you know what we can do is we so can, metal. Is but it's pressurized. So, well, not pressurized, but it's, it's going to be stuck for months. How's it again? If it's any metal debris, it's going to be stuck for months. <laughs> that's only. That's only in. Um, that's only yeah. in Silt. So yeah. it's only in Seattle. So yeah. this. So so these people stole this this digging machine. It comes here. They say, we're out of power, and you say, go look for a power source. That's correct. Did you have any belief that there's actually a power source around here? Do you have a map? Well, that was the whole point of the expedition. I thought they stole it from you, looking for a bank. The course was pre-programmed. Oh, I see. So they got in and hit so the big start button and waited to arrive at a bank. <laughs> they apparently, <laughs> apparently the eldest thought he could, quote, figure it out. Uh, and you never put a key required to turn it on, huh? I didn't think they'd get past the electrified fence and the electrified guard dogs. Can we remove a piece? <laughs> electrified guard dogs. So we, no, the, the answer just occurred to me. All we need to do is disable the machine in a way they will take a vital component so they can't turn it on. The drill. Uh, I was thinking something smaller. <laughs> something a little bit more possible. <laughs> the drill. Good answer. Just take the drill out and it'll be fine. We have got to get to the point where we can manipulate or caulk them because we can block the door with it if we, you know. Now it says, um, I will note that the communication system only became operational once you uh, hooked your power source into the, into the drives. Just take our power source with us. You take that out, of course, you'll be cut off from contact with me. Perhaps a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, if, um, but if they bring back a power source... They intend... What they intend is to have me talk them through 
reapplying the power source and um, programming in uh, the directional uh, uh, guidance system. Yeah. And getting back to the surface world. Now, my intention originally was to return them to my laboratory, where perhaps I would be able to deal with them. However, it is very likely that they will break any number of things upon their return. Okay, so what can I remove that will immobilize this, mm. that they cannot replace? Well, depending on what tools you have with you, you could try removing um, uh, the navigation, uh, the preset navigation uh, system. Would that actually stop? Because I also, if they bring back a power source, I don't even want it to turn on, ideally. Mm. I'll tell you what. Um, it's currently powered down at the moment, but if you could turn on the secondary, uh, the, the automatic repair systems, mm. um, we can set that to remove certain uh, components from the ship's drive, uh, from the probe's drive, that will render it inoperable even should they return. What if they just turned on the automatic repair system? Well, as long as you keep it, the automatic repair system with you. Oh, well, that sounds good. All right. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, he explains, you know, do this, pull this lever, tilt this dial to six, push this button, and flip the switch. It's so simple a child could do it. Do you do it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Uh, Primitive couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Door opens inside of the uh, interior of the ship, and out walks a giant clanky mechanical man. Mm. Well, I hope everything's on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> Mechanical men are our friends. Um, it's got your standard. It's got your standard giant square feet shaped like bread boxes, and you know, huge um, round, uh, you know, elbows and and shoulders and such like that. And it's uh, the central body is built not unlike a water tank with. Um, uh, except that the there's no head on it. There's just the arms, uh, and um, uh, and it's got these, of course, giant pincery claws on it. And uh, they better do delicate work on the shape. And a big uh, sort of uh, television screen right in the chest, which you know, uh, it's just filled with static. And yeah, um, oh boy, you see the outline of our Doctor Munoz and through the, through the static and. Uh, uh, the um, thing clanks out into the middle of the control area and says, Please step aside, says the doctor. Except he says it through two sets of speakers. Oh, he steps aside. Smartly. <laughs> okay. This thing begins using its its uh, big nasty claws, which, uh, you know, uh, further uh, open up and uh, have a little more delicate tools uh, built into the inside surfaces of the big giant pincery things. Uh, to... Uh, remove some of the um, uh, components uh, inside the uh, drive section of the ship. We have not been betrayed. 
It then takes the components and places them inside what appears to be a cabinet built into the torso of the automatic repair thing. All right. Unit clank, puts them inside, and returns to its wall cabinet. Clank, 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 with a couple of little bzzz, you know, across the top of it, because, well, you know, there's, it's got a Jacob's Ladder. Because mm-hmm. it would. Because, of course. Because it would. Totally would. Jacob's Ladder makes it work better. Yep. Always. All right. Door slides shut. Clank. I'll just hold on to these until it's time to go. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> Electronics are my forte, you know. Uh, yeah, so I remember now. now. <laughs> I read that paper on back. I read that paper you wrote on Egyptian robotics. <laughs> well, we're going to take Don't the you power archaeology. Yes, we're, we're going to take the power crystal back with us. We're going to leave them some food and a note, letting them that we hope to return to save them. <laughs> We're here to save you. Here, here's the lizard tail. Also, well, they're going to have to make sure they ditch those machine guns before we come back. I should note that um, the source uh, for a power, the, the place I sent them for a power source, is at these coordinates. And he reads off some coordinates that mean absolutely nothing to you. Okay. Um, I tell them they mean absolutely nothing to me. Oh. I see. Well, um... Right. Uh, the direction that the ship's prow is currently pointing. If you go ten degrees off to the starboard... The ship's prow and proceed for about 60 miles. Uh, you will come to the um, the uh, what I detected as a source of power. All right. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence roll. So, in other words, follow the footprints. <laughs> oh, there's that, but you're right. I, 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 I don't want to actually trust on their footprints too much. <laughs> Yes, uh, they, reported the there was some, they reported there was a problem with the compasses. Three. All right. Um, is it the same way as the city, the waterfall city is? What the gullible lizard said. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I'm mixing the characters up now. What the lizard said. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks like he sent them off in the direction of the, the waterfall city. So hopefully the ape men will take care of most of them. <laughs> Uh, at least several hundred rounds worth of eight minutes. <laughs> not to mention all of the bugs. Well, I wasn't there for that, so never mind. Okay. Oh, you <laughs> eight men, bugs. I've, you've been to you've been, been to a lot of cities before. before. This is not your first eight radio. Man, bugs, you know. There's the occasional dinosaurs. automated defense system. <laughs> well, I was just going to actually like. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be well. <laughs> Attrition by the time we well, get there. I was going to say entertained. <laughs> the walls are closing in. Well, how fast? Are they like funhouse, evil funhouse walls or, or uh, mad scientist walls? Which one? All right, so we're going to go to that city, look for the power source as well. We can also look for them from the sky, I'm assuming. Well, I was assuming we're going to move to Zeppelin so that they come back here, they don't find it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we grab our crystal. Nice talking to you, Doctor. I look forward to seeing you back in our world. Before we go back to the airship, I'm going to make sure that I take some mud or some ground or some ash 
and the outside camera on the nose, just uh, cover it up. Because he doesn't know we have an airship right now. Well, uh, he probably we did, we, we, did, we did say that the airship was in front of the camera at one point. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't so know if he, he has access to those cameras as well as your TV monitor, but then you, he knows there's an airship. Did you notice he didn't ask us anything about how we got here? It's just like, wow, scientists of the hollow earth. You have my stuff. Here's how we can work to get my stuff back. He apparently has a different set of priorities. He'd like his stuff back. Mm. Wouldn't you want your stuff back? Sure, but, you know, I also, got a few days to spend having a very slow conversation. You... <laughs> that must have been incredibly frustrating. <laughs> it's, like talking to, it's like talking to the Mars lander. <laughs> Was it a five-minute turnaround time before the lander can execute the mission that you, you, you tell it to do? Oh no, a cliff. I hope it's more than 10 minutes away because. <laughs> oh no. So, um, okay. Well, we'll, well I'm going to look to see if there's another piece I can remove, by the way. <laughs> Just an extra tiny piece. Yeah. yeah. As you punch a button, screen lights up, says, do not punch this button again. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to look at the machinery. I'm going to take the crystal back and then I'm going to look at some one other piece I can jimmy up the works with. I come um, out of the digger and I go, so. Ah, go ahead and give me a, uh, wow. a repair roll or an electronics roll. What do you got? Let me kind of explain. <laughs> I assume craft mechanics. Mm-hmm. All right. So this account must be your leader if he's explaining everything to me. Four. Yes, he's. You leader. found something that you're pretty sure is actually worth taking out. I take it out. All right. So. <laughs> it starts to just slide it just turns on and goes right back into the earth um oh wow that may have been a mistake okay so uh, we're going to move the zeppelin do you explain anything to the lizard oh uh, you want to explain it so apparently there was something in there you guys were in there for quite a long time this ship comes from our world this digging machine Guessed that. Some bad people stole it from a doctor. Who I'm sure is fine. Who <laughs> couldn't say anything without making it sound menacing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, as mammals do. And, um, Hot-blooded and, as they are. Yes. And and those criminals have guns like we do, but they're more lethal. They're better. Why haven't you just killed them? Because we haven't gone and seen we them. We only just Plus now they found out they exist. More lethal Don't than you? our guns. They have better firepower. We only just now found out they exist. We can't kill them yet. First, we have to find them. It's going to be minutes, <laughs> at least. First, you find them, then you kill them, then you eat them. It's that order. <laughs> Got it. So we don't know what they're going to do, but you should definitely stay out of sight because if they see you, they will attempt to shoot you. Done. All right. So we go and hide the Zeppelin. Hide. <laughs> Put it above the range of machine guns. <laughs> All right. Now the good news about that is that they are in fact carrying around machine guns. That is a, he used the term, he said machine guns. But um, if they are like, uh, you know, submachine guns, right. what we're talking about is pistol bullets, which means firing them. <laughs> The Zeppelin with pistol bullets is going to be a bullshit endeavor, and um, bad because they'll start raining back down on you. Yeah, they're they're going to be able to put around maybe, oh god, you know, uh, st- straight up is going to be 
a couple hundred meters before it runs out of any kind of energy whatsoever. Yeah. Um, they might be able to bang it off the outside of the uh, gondola at uh, something like two or three hundred meters tops. I mean, there we go. We go four hundred and fifty meters. Pistol rounds really don't have a lot of uh, don't have a lot of power to them. Okay. Especially straight up. They rifles, sure. Uh, actual machine gun, machine guns with you know tripods and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. But this is. Is, if, if they're carrying, pistols. if they're actually carrying machine, you know, they have the, the submachine gun, the classic uh, weapon, then, you know, no, it's not going to be very um, effective. Okay, well, we take the... At zip, long ranges. We take the up them up and we start moving after them. Now, the nice thing about... Are the, we still going to the waterfall city? Yeah, we think yeah. that's where they're okay. headed to. So. Well, you guys had a, um, uh, a dead reckoning course that was also involved using the... Um, uh, the Arcalcum Sense and the um, the Arcalcum Burrito. The Lodestone, if we want to call it that, although Arcalcum Burrito sounds so much more hilarious. Um, yeah, but I'd actually rather follow their path if I could. Uh, the directions that he gave them, when you look where the the, the probe is, uh, is sticking on the earth and you go 10 degrees off and you get your compass out. Um, it's... Uh, uh, if you look at your charts... Um, and you figure out, well, if this is where we are with the the uh, the probe, um, eh, it might be the same city. It looks like it's awful damn close. 60 miles is 60 miles. That's a, um, it would be a couple of horizons <laughs> in our world, but not in this one. <laughs> Just one sloping. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's 60 miles away? 60 miles. I said 60. Yeah. Screw that. Let's take the Zeppelin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're taking yeah. the Zeppelin. Okay. <laughs> So we'll just follow their courses, <laughs> drive by with drinks and martinis as we look down. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Ahoy there. What a fine day for a stroll. <laughs> All right. The, um... So if it's only been gone like three hours, and that would be... So they've only been gone like a day. Been. Yeah, they haven't been gone more than... So they're not going to get there before we are. I can't imagine them lasting 60 miles. <laughs> yeah, come on. The only reason we made it was because we had the sound box that keeps things from killing us. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, sixty miles seems like not the best option. Yeah. Also, machine pistols will probably run out by the time they'll probably run out of ammunition. So as we not right, that's right. as so, we drift along, what happens if we find them? Do we take them aboard? No, we drop hot oil. <laughs> but I'm sorry. They're just, we drop hot oil on them. They're, they're, they're bank robbers. Why are we? Why are we trying to kill them? <laughs> well, uh, I was thinking about saving them as they are human life. Oh, everybody <laughs> turns and looks. You just want to have someone you can put the. Seriously, you just wanted more, to go more cranial surgery. Everything That's what, I do is internally consistent. You said they were criminals, right? Yeah. Does, do you not execute criminals or exile criminals in your civilization? If they do something truly, truly bad, but mostly not, what if somebody but, does something tiny bit bad? Like burrowing into Fort Knox and just collapsing the economy? I don't know what Fort Knox is, but it sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> the whole collapse thing doesn't sound good. I, that sounds like it could be a problem for any number of people. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, we shouldn't leave people to die. Unless they've demonstrated their hostile intent towards us. But they're criminals. 
These lizards live in a binary world of good and evil. Apparently. Well, they might not have many laws. <laughs> we just exile, you know, and if someone does something bad, we either exile them or we kill them. I mean, there's no use keeping them around. Why would you keep them around? Rehabilitation. Huh? <laughs> Alright, we'll show it to you in action. Alright, we, we cruise around. This is the wisdom up. that I'm looking for. So yes, show me show me this rehabilitation. Oh, God. The, the <laughs> After we've been betrayed five times, how's your rehabilitation going? I'll go fine once I get my trepidation kit out. And this is why and this is why Paul Habit <laughs> lobotomizes everybody he meets. I don't lobotomize! Because <laughs> he's just, he's, uh, he's run out of trust. <laughs> and he's had his heart broken one too many times. First, Santa's not real. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. I'm just saying we shouldn't kill him. It's all I'm saying. We should help him. Alright. Go so, back for that poor guy at the department store. <laughs> with the white beard. <laughs> you mean the alcoholic thing? He's <laughs> trolling the costume. <laughs> God, that would make for the best kind of Santas, though. Just, just wiggle around behind oh, the eye. Oh, oh. <laughs> exactly. You've seen Rare Exports, right? Yeah. I mean, the short film, not the, the full movie. No, I've only seen the full movie. The, they did a short film before they did the full movie, which was just this thing about the the Laplanders, the the the, 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 the Sami hunting wild Santas. You know, which are just these hair, giant bearded, hairy, naked guys running through those marshes of northern Finland, and they, you know, have this thing where they track them and hunt them, and then they put them in the chair, and they train them where they've got like cattle prods, you know, and they like take the doll of a child and put it on his lap, and it's like here you go, and you know, and the first couple of times he just grabs the kid by the neck and it's all. And the dolls flying around as he's tearing its throat out, and they're hitting it with the hitting it with the cattle prods until finally it calms down. And what then is they this can, called? It was called Rare Imports, Rare, Rare Exports. Rare Exports. Yeah. There's a full Finnish movie, which is this. I've evil, only seen the movie. I didn't evil know there Santa. was a short film. Uh, it's a sort of an evil Santa thing. <laughs> it's really good. Um, I will look that made up. in Finland, but they also made a short film about, you know, only accept the finest quality department store Santas, caught in the wild and conditioned by our team. You know, which is the, wow. and the thing that got me was just that moment where it grabs the doll by the throat and it's just, just shaking it. I'm just like, yeah, I could totally see that happening some Christmas over <laughs> FAO shorts where the homeless guy that got being Santa just throws a throws a belt. <laughs> tear some kid in half. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's on YouTube. I think you can find uh, the short film on YouTube. It's like six minutes. Anyways, um, all right. So you guys load back up into the airship, go aloft, and I presume the plan is just to go and get to the city. Yes. Ahead of them. Yeah. Do your pilfering before they get there. Right. And you can get back to. The drill, and they're still going to be tromping through the jungle. <laughs> oh, they're going to see. Drift back. What are they going to? What are they going to see through the jungle canopy? Oh, nothing. <laughs> they don't even get the. They don't even have. They don't even have the irony. They don't even have. Like, hey, no. <laughs> They'll just be. We'll have to rile up the apes after we leave. <laughs> we're not uh, going to be able to see them to save them. What do you? What do you mean we're going to rile up the apes after? Don't you think? 
that's a given, seeing that you guys are player characters and shit. I mean, you're going to rile up the ape, man. That's, that's, right. that's a done deal. We are drifting along. Happily. All right. All right. The harsh world of the explorer's life. Mm-hmm. As you we pop, as, 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 What's that? We didn't bring the repair bot with us. No. No, no we don't have control of the repair bot. It's awful darn. You know, it sounded pretty heavy as it clomped over the steel floor. So Paris is making martinis. And... Yeah, but boy, we want that repair bot. What's <laughs> awfully what, if, what do you mean we, white man? What if it were making the martini? Put it on the cyclops. It looks awfully heavy. Yep. <laughs> it looks like it might be too our heavy for the loyal, airship. Our most loyal NPC. Oh, he wants minions! He wants minions <laughs> so bad! Uh-huh. And when I install a control box and I said, no one gives me grief. <laughs> <laughs> it is all, and it is made of uh, electronics and mechanics, so it, you can't screw yeah. it up by giving it a post-operative infection <laughs> until it falls over dead. Put your faith in technology. <laughs> until the robots win. <laughs> So, when the robots win, we all win. <laughs> it's the best future possible. Ready uh, for my self driving car. <laughs> <laughs> and well, when it keeps reading stories about people crashing into self driving cars. Well, there's been like 11 accidents, but they've all been pretty t- minor fender benders. Okay. But it's, it, it has been the cars. Self driving cars, no one wants. Does anybody... Well, exactly. Maybe old people. Way to emasculate... Uh, yeah, good good point. Way to... That, there you go. I'm all okay in favor of the self-driving when you're 70 years old and plowing into the um, uh-huh. street festival and running over 90 <laughs> people. Yeah, we can do... We can totally have self-driving cars for those guys. Every time I'm in a traffic, a traffic jam in Seattle, I'm thinking, self-driving car. Yeah. So I think about it a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I get how you can just put your feet up and watch some DVDs while you're... DVDs. Um, <laughs> possibly Netflix. on your Betamax. <laughs> you could put on a nice wax cylinder. <laughs> Listen to that while your self-driving car takes you to work. <laughs> Listen to that frog sing. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Um, you guys get to the. Um, you guys spot the city. Uh, it's less than a. It's literally hours later. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys were extremely close to the um, to the uh, actual uh, uh, river, yeah. Um, and um, uh, you know, it doesn't take long before you uh, see the spires of this thing and the mist. Because um, again, you know, 60, 60 miles with the curve of the Earth. I don't know. I imagine you can actually see it with the right gear. Um, Sniff out the hmm? stuff for us. Oh yes. So let's go ahead and. Tune on, uh, tune on, uh, tune on our lizard. Four, four. Alrighty. All right. As I described the city the last time, it is set on a series of. Uh, yeah, not bad. That's where I ripped. It's out. basically. I a went, I went full Dinotopia. <laughs> nice. Except that, um, uh, and you said there's what one little island that has the bridge onto yeah. it. That's the, my, my and the thing that I imagined it was bigger. Yeah. Um, and uh, and actually. Uh, 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 they actually attach to the to the shore on yep. the other side of the uh, uh, either side of the water. So there's uh, basically a giant cliff. There's a city perched on the edge of the cliff. There's a big giant rock outcropping in the middle of the uh, uh, river. Uh, there's one bridge that connects 
uh, to the um, land side, and there was an isolated section. You guys went to the isolated section, the section right. that did so not you know have that a bridge. section over there, that isolated section. You don't want to go there. It's full of crazy shit, and really big monsters, really big. Yeah, huge I don't know. Bo- you've been here before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't go there. First of all, they, well, there's nothing there anymore. Um, second of all, uh, well, actually, you know, you you get out there with the Arakalkum sense, mm-hmm. and um, you're able to detect that uh, there is, you know, uh, Arakalkum, uh, you know, uh, all throughout this thing, mm-hmm. but um, you're sensing that it's mostly underground, and okay. it's um, the stuff that's on the surface. Uh, there's not very much left. Yeah. yeah. Now there is some. Uh, there's things that could be uh, like stripped of orichalcum and like the different. There's bags. stuff at the top of buildings. Yeah. There's stuff that's inlaid in that that could be used. But if uh, we want like artifact stuff, it's going to be in underground. Yeah. Uh, chances are it has been uh, police. What can be policed up has been. How are you on the four? Didn't you? Yes. Mm. All right. The um. There does seem to be a pretty good-sized uh, repository of uh, Orichalcum in the center island, along in the middle of the, okay. of the right river. Right underneath the ape men. Um, yes, there is, in fact, a pod, shall we say, or a tribe, or a mm-hmm. school. What do, what do apes travel in? Races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, school was a bit racist, wasn't it? <laughs> A murder. Let's call it a murder of ape men. As long as we're being accurate, we'll refer to it as a murder of ape men. So yes, there is in fact a murder of ape men that uh, that lives in the center island. Uh, it seems to control access. Aren't they peaceful vegetarians? <laughs> yes. Huh. Or or no? I mean, you saw them. No one actually went up and shook their hands. You're the local. What are these ape men like? It depends on the depends on the ape men. I mean, they, they're peaceful and they give or help to strangers. Yeah, that doesn't happen in these parts. Uh, nobody gives anything to anyone. No, yeah, it, they're pretty. No, if they're like most of the ape men tribes that I've been around, they're just they're more interested in keeping to themselves and keeping outsiders out. The um. <sighs> The uh, there's two varieties of ape men that you can point out to these guys. There are um, uh, sort of a tool using variety of ape man that uh, can be as advanced as the um, uh, kind of like uh, uh, Imperio Simino or whatever it is. The um, the the guys who speak Latin and mm-hmm. uh, forge iron and uh, have gladiatorial combat and buildings made out of marble and whatnot um, and, and fight in ordered phalanxes and. Uh, have legionnaires the whole nine yards. There's those guys. Um, they go all the way down to guys who are essentially at American Indian levels of Stone Age technology and sort of, you know, almost caveman levels. It depends on, you know, uh, where they live. Um, uh, but there's also a variety of ape man that is quite giant. Uh, I will say that the those ape men, sure enough, are vegetarians. They eat all the fruits and veggies and uh, the giant ones. No, the um, the, uh, the 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 ones that uh, the American Indian ones, um, and the centurion. I shouldn't ones. say that. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. There's different. Some of the the plebs, uh, the big big the big black plebeian uh, ape men. Yeah, uh, they're vegetarians. The um, the guys who are sort of the um, 
equines. Uh, they they do have some meat in their diet. Um, the uh, equine. The society, their society is divided up into plebs. Equine, uh, ec, ec, uh, oh, they ride horses, is what you mean? Not well, they're they rich enough. Riding. They're rich enough to own a horse. Okay, it's the old Latin term. And uh, patricians, who are the yeah, ruling class, are the science class, the gorillas are the military <laughs> class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, something like that. It's a, something exactly like that because that's yeah, how old it is. There's never, it never turns out that the orangutans are in charge of the military. Not with those big weird face plates they have, no. on either, those big weird callus things on either side of their heads. No, <laughs> it's always uh, the gorillas. It's always, always the gorillas. All right, but um, uh, the big giant. There's also a, a variety of people referred to as some giant ape men, and they are uh, not the ones on the island. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, somebody break out some actual binoculars and take a look down at the island for me and give me a, uh, a perception roll, and I'll tell you what kind of eight minutes. Do we have binoculars? I have binoculars. Yes. Yeah, you take a look. All right. <clears throat> binoculars do not fit. Uh, I rolled a two. Uh, you can also get um, two extra dice because you're using binoculars. So go ahead and give me a second die roll on a, a D2, a red one. I had a magnifying glass. Three. three. All right. Um... The kind of ape men you're seeing down here don't look like <clears throat> apes so much as fanciful drawings that people made of missing links. Except fanciful huge. drawings. Does that mean that they're drawn in the style of Tim Burton? Um, <laughs> no, but they are um, so many stripy tights. There's the Henderson sort of. Ape yes, there are yeah. more in the area. Yes, that's actually right. a. Very good description of them. We are looking at a Harry and the Hendersons uh, style looking Sasquatchy behemoths. Um, they um, they are brown and dark furred. Their you know furs range in you know sort of muddy browns. There's some darker ones, but nobody is, nobody's black like a gorilla, like a lowland gorilla. There, um, or black like a chimpanzee is. In fact, they're. Fur color is closer to what you'd expect from a bear, a grizzly, or something like that. All right. Um, but they are. Uh, that's why it's so fat, as a matter of fact. It's, it's all that good eating you stored your tail there. Yeah. Lizard men. All right. The delicious. Oh, hey. So, oh, hey, lizard man. Um, when you die, I'm going to dissect you. <laughs> What kind of a scientist would you be if you didn't bring him home in a jar of alcohol at the end of the adventure? Look, he used tools. He's got pants or pantaloons or something. What are you wearing, by the way? Uh, probably pantaloons with the uh, the back cut out so that the tail can fit through. All right. Um, <coughs> are those little chaps? <laughs> well, he is, he is kind of wearing village people style assless chaps. <laughs> Probably. Um, Luckily, a ship loaded with S and M clothing sank <laughs> into the Bermuda Triangle, and all these chaps fetched up on the. And, and by the way, uh, I will point out that um, uh, having seen the most recent Mad Max film, yeah, they didn't actually. Apparently, the tendency for only fetish gear and sports equipment to survive the apocalypse did not continue into this movie. No. Uh, there was no more sports gear, um, 
and fetish gear amongst the post-apocalypse survivors. They had all kinds of interesting clothing and such, and costumes and gear and whatnot. But man, that movie was nicely designed. That production design, I love the way. In that, did you guys have seen it yet? All right, no. We got to keep our. Then we won't talk about it. Yeah. You, you, Other than the, to say, here, when you think you've seen the craziest thing ever, it just gets crazier. Well, some <laughs> of the crazy stuff was almost, you know. Almost too crazy for yeah. me, but but this is a right. But I will say That's, that nope, no more, no more, no more. I was only going to say that this is a film that shows you shit and doesn't explain it. Yeah, There's it feels they, no need to explain it. You're like make nope. your own conclusions, and, and they'll show you like things all the time. You're like going, what? what, what? Shouldn't somebody stop the film and explain to me? No, nope. They That's never, just something they panned across. Figure it out yourself. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. There's things they're going to show you. Like, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? And well, you know, yeah. you can figure it out. If you bring in your outside knowledge that they do not give you during the movie, yeah, yeah. A luxury that liner is... like crashed in the luxury liner crashed in the desert. No, no. nothing like that. that sadly, that, that is what I've heard though. That there, there's a lot of if you don't know the history and if you don't know the background, or if you don't know, or if you don't know, yeah, but you don't, yeah, but you don't really even, need even to. You don't, yeah, you don't need to. But if you don't know a lot of that stuff, there is a lot in this movie. Even yeah. for people who know, that it's just like for me, it was things yeah, like going to show you if, stuff. If you don't know what radiation does, there's a bunch of stuff where they just show you the effects of radiation and uh, and they uh, don't explain things, it. What, why people are doing things in the movie, and, and it has to do with that. But if you don't bring in this knowledge of why radiation uh, of, of, of how radiation affects your white count, your red yeah. count. You're not going to know why certain things are happening because it just doesn't make any sense. Cool. Uh, and they don't stop to show you. They'll show yeah. you them doing the things All to right. counteract the problem. More gaming. Say why. More gaming. So Back to check, the men. Check it out. Yeah, Joe Bob says check it out, I think, is the conclusion on um, yep. Fury Road. Um, or Furry Road, which would be <laughs> not the film anyone wants to see. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, the center uh, island of this thing is the one that it seems to be the, the place where the, the, uh, the eight men are. And they are big. Uh, and for and I, I guess having to describe it in non-1930s terms would say, they're big and Sasquatchy. They're big and Harry and Henderson. They're, you know... Those uh, are not really the ones that you'll be reasoning with too much. These are the ones that really want to keep their territory to themselves. Yeah, okay. they're, they're not big on... They're, there's no language that anyone uh, knows for the uh but you got to speak to animal you could talk to them and convince them i could i could attempt to get attempt to communicate you with them. Could attempt to communicate with them Correct. yes you could they don't yes, speak if you could talk to if you could talk, could to, talk Paris. to Paris. look every time aquaman <laughs> talks to sea life it's not, it's not a debate <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm waiting for is the uh, no no what are you going to give us you should talk to paris and we should send paris as our ambassador God. We're gonna come back and there's gonna be this moment where this inside out monkey just gets hurled out of the city and slaps against the side of the airship and just slides oh, down. Oh man. Yeah, I don't want to lose Paris. Falls off the edge of the ship. Come back with a little crown and Yeah, they'll worship her like a goddess. Wow. Careful. They're gonna have to wrap her in the entire airship to that. They're gonna end up having to wrap her in duct tape. <laughs> Alright. So well, we're going down to the Zorakakum. Uh, you gonna? What do you want to do? You want to circle the airship over the city? Do I've actually wanna... lost track of exactly. We found some Zorakakum. So, we could go down the, the biggest, around. the biggest um, sort of uh, the, the place where we're most likely going to find artifacts is on the center island. Yeah, and if it is it closer to the eight men or is it further down the 
center island. The um, the thing which you, that you've got in the, the the center of the island has a big sort of uh, domed building. Okay. Uh, in the center of it, um, and uh, you're thinking that <clears throat> that's the spot. That's the spot. Um, okay. The um, does it look like the village of Eight Men is centered around said domed building? Well, yes, yes, it is. Oh, of course, it is. Uh, we could just wait till the bank robbers show up while they close the attraction. <laughs> you're, you're really presuming they can cross 60 miles of jump, dinosaur infested <laughs> We can also just scare yeah. them, right? We've got the loudspeaker. We do have the loudspeaker. And you can talk to animals. Oh, I don't know what loudspeaker is. <laughs> oh, first you can explain to you. <laughs> and then you can speak with animals. Yeah, it's, it, it's not like I can speak their language just that. I would have to... I have to go and actually communicate with one of them. It's not communicate to all of them. It's communicate to one of them. It's a ritual, too. Yes. What? <laughs> it, is a, it is a... It's a magical power. Well, does your magical show. power work throughout a loudspeaker? No. No. Okay. Allows, I think it allows no. them to make a psychic bond with them. All right. Yeah, you, you, you're not going to be able to do that over the phone. No. Right. It allows me to... Hello. Like... I'm making a psychic bond with you now. <laughs> Please deposit 25 cents for another three minutes of psychic bond. <laughs> and then you just got Lily Tomlin pulling the wire out at the worst possible moment. So. Okay, so you have to go down there. So I'd have to speak with one of them, and most likely they will not want to speak with me. How many kidnapping an eight-foot-tall date man is... But the, the eight and putting him on the airship. Right? Yeah. A five foot oh. tall lizard man. This is totally going to be our, that. We got our knockout ability. We, the what? We have what? Oh, yes. Sonic, the Sonic. Uh... You do, in fact, have the Sonic defense system. Yeah. Were you able Did to make airplanes for, for a lizard? <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> um, that's going to be interesting. Plus earmuffs, but but even if they don't, it's going to be it's going to literally look like earmuffs. <laughs> There's no earplugs for you. They're going to have to design something. It's probably going to be wrapped around your head like a scarf. You're going to look like Jacob Marley's ghost with that weird thing that he. Why does he have that bow? Oh, that... it's uh, the Undertaker puts that on to keep the mouth from falling open during the funeral. Yeah, awesome. This is why part we of keep the you... shrouding process. This is why we <laughs> keep you or a toothache. That's or he died from a toothache. <laughs> but traditionally, it's part of the shroud. It's like they tie your mouth shut. Was it the Alec Guinness one where he undoes the bow and his mouth falls open? He just screams until he puts yes. the thing back I on. I don't know. Yes. There's one where he just takes the thing off and his mouth just kind of just falls open and just makes this horrible noise until he, until he ties, yeah. it right back. ties it back on. That's yep. awesome. <laughs> Look at the yes. smile on this guy. It's like, yeah, that's what I want in my ghosts. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, they're probably going to have to. You're probably going to get bound up like Jacob Marley's ghost <laughs> with the, the thing around your head. So it'll be like bunny ears, which is even better if you put the bow on top. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> so yeah, we'll use our sonic uh, our sonic defense system. We'll give him his earphones, and we'll just go down. All right. He's um, easy in and out. Now, uh, how do you want to go? And we say go down. Uh, the only places that do not have trees uh, uh, cluttering up everything is over the cities themselves because yeah. there's all that pavement down there. Um, the one area you visited already does not have a physical connection to the uh, center island, only the areas that you haven't been to yet. You can either try and plan a place to moor the ship to the top of a rickety tall building that hopefully won't fall over and pull the airship down yeah. with it, uh, or... Either on the main island or the shore, the outpost on the shore. 
where otherwise you'd either otherwise you'd be putting it down you i suppose you could anchor it over the water but I, I, no we want to anchor it over the place where we're going to bring up the orcocum so we make yeah. it easy to pick up and okay this is a very slow heist operation yeah all right. I would say not on the shore, because then it gives the GM the opportunity for, you know, the Portuguese bandits, or the American bandits, to Do steal the Los bandidos yeah. Do you remember how we they almost died trying out. to get the 30 feet from the airship to the building? They would be knocked and out. And we had a sound wave. By yeah. the, by the, the solid defense system. The Portuguese bandits, they do not stand a chance. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, no, they're, they're not a problem. Yes, but if we... All right. If we run into them, I will buy them a beer for surviving that long. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have a piece of tail. <laughs> so okay, we're going to make that joke over and over and over again. <laughs> yes, we will. So we have a plan then? Uh, if you're looking, talking about uh, securing the airship to uh, one of the built roofs or one of the, the spires yeah. or something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, go ahead and... Um, <clears throat> I think it's just going to be a matter of making a perception roll to see if you can figure out which one is least likely to collapse under your... How about the big dome? Two. I think Four. your idea is as good as my perception roll. Wait, what am I rolling? Uh, perception. I need yeah. a blue. Three. Three? The lizard's Andre. in the lead. The lizard says... Oh, if you tie it to that thing, it'll fall over and pull us down into the... You know. Remember the Eye of Sauron falling over at the end of the movie? That's what that would look like. Um, I have to admit that I always like the Eye of Sauron falling over because it looks generally like it's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it's just an eye, but it looks like it's doing this. It's, it's, its arms are supposed to be pinwheeling as it collapses into the into Mordor, which is really kind of ignominious as Dark Lords go, you know? Yeah. Um, it's great. It's not like getting run through with a spaceship or, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> or blown up by a... Yeah. Come on, or, give, give me a darker Lord Death here. Uh, uh, what do they do? And again, what do they do to the Emperor in Star Wars? They, they drop him down they a thing. Down. And, he, goes, and he blows up the Death Star. He goes all grizzappy. Yeah, he, well, he's already trying to chain lightning and they, he gets thrown off. Right. Um, yeah. It seems like uh, a really bad power to have. With yeah. all your Jedi powers, you know, your enemy is gravity, which has been the enemy since forever. Yeah. You'd think they would have found a way to fix that. And if you're using your zappy powers, you can explode <laughs> if struck hard against an object. I, yeah. I will tell you a theory at the end of the game that will blow your mind about Star Wars and everybody's motivations. All okay. right. Fair enough. <laughs> it's going to leave that hanging. I want to hear that hanging. You I'm... hear that, America? You're not, <laughs> not going to know, but we will. Um... All right, so um, uh, the lizard man points out a a um, that structure looks relatively least viney. What you've got is um, uh, a uh, the lizard man is clearly MVP for this whole session. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, lizard man's consulting on the engine repair. <laughs> he's got everything. What you've got is a uh, a tower uh, that's attached to the same building that the um, the dome is in. Yeah. Now, the problem with, like, attaching to the dome is, is that you've then got this giant curved surface, and how do you get across it? You slip, fall, and roll off the roof and yeah. break your arms and legs. Claws. Um, hmm? Claws. Well, that's good for <laughs> some people who are 
not mammals, <laughs> but for the rest of us who, it's you know, not my fault. the rest of us with boobies have to figure out, and live young have to figure out another option, okay, you egg-laying, titless son of a bitch, so, uh, there, there's my, there's my reptile insult, egg-laying, titless son of a bitch. So, uh, what you've got is a tower uh, that looks like the, uh, uh, has dived partway up, uh, is sheared off. So, you've got this tower, and you've got a stone staircase that emerges Perfect. from the top of the tower and just stops because the tower is sheared off or fallen down or something like that. And um, it would actually be a way to walk down. Right, that's how we like to come down. All right, so okay. since Kenton, the guy we usually, with all the acrobatic skill, uh, Kenton was usually the guy we threw out of the airship at times like this to uh, go attach things to other things. Does it still be your job? What's your What's your acrobatics or? Uh, oh God, no, 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 no God, what good is this guy? All right, so no acrobatic from him. Uh, Klondike Dead Eye Bob no, has some. I have spirit journey, but I do not have love. Spirit journey. Push. <laughs> I have jump and athletics. Yeah, so does uh, so does Klondike. Um, what's your uh, your athletics? I don't know. Three. 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 It's not too bad. Uh, tell you what we could do. Oh, here we go. This is the answer. We'll, we'll see if we can make Bob do it with his lariat, since he's got the a seven rating. In... Tiny <laughs> yes, <a> t- lariat. <laughs> yes, the lariat. What would it, a lariat? Would that be it? Not a lariat, but a lariat. Yes, he's going to try and throw, right. throw a small lariat the situation. So, um. <laughs> Between piloting the airship over nearby and Bob throwing a lasso onto it and grabbing hold of a piece of stonework, you guys slowly pull the airship over to where a um, uh, an actual steel cable can be attached to a piece of stone. Now, if there was an actual storm or something, the airship would be jerked loose from this. But at the moment, you've got clear skies. And uh, a bright sunny day. And angry ape men. Why are they so angry? Well, they're staring up at the big thing overhead. And uh, there, there appears to be a lot of uh, ooking and eking and um, unking going on below you. Uh, angry crowd looking bunch of uh, ape men going on below. What they need to do is cool off with a brisk nap. <laughs> With a nice a dose of snap. <laughs> a nice dose of sound weapon. Is that yes. what you're suggesting? Yes. All right. Well, um, as far as that goes, if I remember, the one that was on the airship, the big one, uh, yeah. had a range of like 30 meters, uh, and that the uh, the other one, the small one that you guys carried around with you, was like what 30 feet? It was like 10 yeah, meters or something like, like yeah, that. Yeah. The one that was a backpack just cleared out a. Well, I mean, it was. It was an area 60 feet across, which is actually pretty right, good right. 30 feet radius. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you turn on the device. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, the uh, height of the tower is such that, um, let's see here. 
Maybe some of the ape men at the bottom of the tower are affected by it. Um, uh, others are sort of forced back from the bottom of the tower. Um, but uh, uh, there's a, there, there's an occasional stone that is thrown up in the air that comes back down from the crowd, mm. probably landing somewhere else in the crowd with a resounding bonk. But um, so far they haven't powered up their death ray. Um, why didn't they give the <laughs> ape men a death ray? That <laughs> the best shit ever. Um, <laughs> what else, right? Uh, but these guys uh, don't particularly um, uh, uh, look uh, inspired. They don't, they, they don't, they're not coming up the tower after you at this point. All right. So who goes down the stairs first? I need to smoke. All right. It's been hours. I followed him. All right. You slap a pipe in your nose. I'm going last. Me and Paris. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's probably two pipes. Like it was like a pan pipe. Let's go. <laughs> I'm waiting on the ship until I know the coast is clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, down below, uh, uh, this tower uh, is relatively rickety. Go ahead and give me some... Uh, uh, let's see here. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, it is. It is like um, almost a hundred feet worth of tower. Uh, all right. Um, who's going to accompany the lizard down into the uh, down the tower? As previously stated, I will. All right. What are you bringing with you? Uh, my sonic pistol. Okay. Um, oh, the usual stuff, which I'm not sure I've ever really declared. Uh, <laughs> the usual stuff? What about the unusual stuff? The backpack? I have a compass, a pen, a yeah, notebook, backpack, ball of string, camera, lighter, magnet, watch, rations. Okay. Well, you, should say, you should just say the usual stuff, and then if you need something, you use it. Yeah, I've got a mousetrap in here. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Why would I leave that? Don't be stupid, Glancy. Why would I leave the house without a mousetrap? You're trying to rig this game. I have a travel microscope. Very good. Uh, what else? What other, what other gear are you taking? What kind of weapon? What kind of uh, other gear? Canteen, journal, pencils, flashlight. Always good. Uh, is anyone taking the portable stunner? Flare gun, I'm taking the flare gun. Oh my god, yes. Well, you know. Sorry, I'm just used to somebody else carrying it. Exactly. Uh, Kent always got stuck carrying. always carried it. I have not. Uh, I'll, I'll carry it. I okay. Not. I'm not entirely sure those that. earmuffs are going to work. <laughs> well, we should test them out. Well, well, certainly since you are. turned the one on the ship well, and he didn't fall over. <laughs> it's working okay. Uh, so I am a little bit fact, irritated. In but... fact, go ahead and uh, uh, roll under mechanical repair. No, no. Mm, no, my, my mechanical repair is uh, not bad. Okay. It's three. Four. Mm, all right. They're working. Cool. What kind of ears do you have? Are they just little like, holes in the side of your head? Yeah. To their oh, yeah. What's your uh, a couple of small two. suction cups. You, I was going to suggest a pl- pair of plungers, strength. but all right. We can... <laughs> that's after I used a bunch of experience to up my strength. <laughs> <laughs> Having learned that, wow, this sucks. 
<laughs> falling to my death thing is not falling <laughs> onto a ledge is not fun. Well, I figure I've just been working out, running around. Strings going up. Yep. It's all that. It's all this uh, in the field work. Yes. Uh, hey, Daniel. Uh, do you have a nail clipper? Do I have a neck? A nail, nail clipper. Neck clipper. <laughs> I don't have one listed in my. Inventory. You have one in the house. Yes. Please. Sorry. I'm just sitting here, and now I have a nail that I've torn that is trying to. Uh, uh, nope. I destroy know. the rest. You of don't want to know. It, apparently, it's gonna end, the tear is going to end somewhere in my elbow. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Anyways, um, the uh, so you two are going. You've got uh, the sound device, sound gun, yeah, and the sonic stunner, yeah. Um, and the sonic stunner, the SS. That's a whole different thing. It's got two lightning bolts on it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been we call it the devil's got... backpack. It's not fair. They claimed all the cool imagery. But <laughs> jerks. They really did. Yeah, that was uh, granted. They did. They did. Thank you, sir. Um. Perfect. Can I have another root beer? Yeah, I'll get you one. Okay. Oh, so anyway, that's awesome. Beg your pardon? <clears throat> oh, I'm just spells. Spells are fun. All right. So um, as you guys descend, all right. Mmm, <laughs> root beer. Yay! Nice. Thank you. None for me, please. Yeah, the sideways clippers too. Oh, in case I need to what clip off my eyelashes? That's <laughs> oh yeah, those is that are how great. You extract people's fingernails under torture. Yeah. I use them when no, I'm that, putting on false a... eyelashes and I forget to trim the ends off. There you go. I was going to say that I think that's just a job. I've already glued them on. As far as hmm. yeah, extracting information. Um, the um, tower leads down into sort of a. Uh, into the darkness, uh, there are uh, windows in it, so there is light coming in. Uh, so, but uh, eventually you run out of those. Um, you get down to something that looks like it might be equal with the um, the roof of this domed building. Let's see here. All right. Use the grappling hook you don't have. All my normal yes. stuff that I carry. Of course I have. Of course I have a grappling hook. What a kind of a what kind of a stupid person are you? <coughs> Everyone has a damn grappling hook. What's a grappling hook? <laughs> Shit. Being <laughs> <laughs> a consultant on a movie shoot, of course you'd have a grappling hook with you. <laughs> I don't want to be a consultant on a movie shoot. That would be fun. Alright, here we go. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Unfortunately, the only director I know is Lynn Shelton. And she only does like. Awesome. She is super nice, but she's not going to need like a forensic consultant. I keep trying to get her to do a horror film. I'm like, yeah, I got to do a horror movie. It'll be great. She, uh, she was my editing teacher in school. <laughs> she comes into Scarecrow a lot. She's really good friends with my friend Jason. Okay. Ah, oh, here we go. Well, I was trying to find the right critter. So here we go. Um, all right. So, um, Carter. Oh yeah. What? Hey, it's not like you guys didn't know you're going into a city full of, you know, eight men. All right. Um, 
as you are uh, descending down into this uh, uh, tower, you begin to hear echoing up through the center of this open spiraling staircase uh, the sound of uh, ooping, eking, and other grunts and howls coming from down below. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, give me a perception roll since you're the first guy on the line here. Three. Three. All right. Um, that's enough for you to be able to... You, you're As the first guy in line, you are pointing out the... the uh, uh, you are the one pointing out the um, steps that might be well, not Precarious. able to support someone's full weight should they decide to step on it. That's um, what the tail's for. Tap, tap, tap. No, that doesn't work. Go yeah. On. Um, at least, you know, uh, at least once on the way down, you know, a step, uh, shifts in its position in the wall, eh, which isn't so terrible, except that it then, I'm still just getting over how useful the lizard man is, <laughs> and, it, and it feels like, you put him in front, it, it feels like our ratings were dipping, and so we introduced this new character, yeah, like, better than all of us combined, <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> All right. Um, so he's you, like the anti-cousin Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is the. This is the. There, there's got to be something that's the anti-jumping the shark. All right. <laughs> this might be it. Uh, no. Chachi loves Jonesy. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great show. Um, shit. Now I can only think of Chachi. Scott, Scott Bale. Scott Bale. Yeah, but what was his character's name? Chachi. Chachi. Okay. Chachi. Yeah, he was Chachi. Yeah, yep. he was on the first And then later he became Bob Loblaw, which is my all time favorite lawyer. <laughs> Isn't Bob Loblaw the Fonz? No, no, you're right. He was Bob Loblaw. He was Bob Loblaw. Bob Loblaw. You don't need Loblaw. you don't need double talk. You need Bob Loblaw. <laughs> Bob Loblaw. Why should you go to jail for a crime that somebody noticed? <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? That was from uh, Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. Okay. Where every 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 cut in the in the lawyer commercial, he closes a law book. <laughs> Slam! <laughs> Why should you go to jail for a crime that somebody noticed? <laughs> Slam! <laughs> you don't need double talk. Slam! You need blah blah blah. 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 <laughs> I was almost as good as the uh, the analyst therapy analysis. Oh, <laughs> The yeah, no. yes. the yeah. <laughs> best business card ever. <laughs> so uh, the eking and ooping and uh, screeching of uh, and bellowing, uh, which I'm not hearing at all because I have muffled ears. And yeah. <laughs> um, we all have muffled ears. Yeah. Actually. Well, thanks. His, <laughs> his are a little more muffled than yours because. Um, <clears throat> His ears are weirdly built, and you guys kind of doubled up, and nobody wants the lizard man to pass out on them. Um, uh, you're, uh, as you're getting down to the bottom of this thing, um, uh, the uh, uh, daylight from the upper areas is sort of cut off, and you're now sort of submerged into the, um, uh, the dark uh, of this, uh, the interior of this building. Um, the uh, uh, Staircase, um, uh, you get to the bottom of this thing, and uh, part of the doorway, uh, the doorway at the bottom is blocked by rubble. 
Um, the staircase comes down the bottom of this thing, and there is some rubble that came down the staircase and knocked things loose and whatever. This is actually blocking the doorway. You guys will have to shift the boulders uh, in order to um, get this thing open enough to go inside. Well, better than the two guys with strength of two. (laughs) (laughs) Together we are four. (laughs) Together we over it. Um, yeah, Klondike Deadeye wasn't much uh, stronger or tougher than that. I don't think my pistol is going to work on just blocks of stone. Uh, it'll not chips of it out. Well, but sure. About, it'll be about as effective as shooting it with a bullet. Yeah. I mean, I can shoot. Don't go Blair Reynolds, okay? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the man who thinks that a gun can be used for as a tool for anything. <laughs> Screwdriver, uh, door, you know, door opener. The windows. The window to break sight that you could use as a... <laughs> I don't think you can use the set on the end of the forty-five as a standard uh, uh, as a standard screwdriver. Do no. we have anybody with good strength? Mm, probably not. We're all going to have to kind of pitch in. I'm going to have to say that that picture of the lizard man is very deceptive because yes. he looks like he's filled with muscle, and suddenly you're like strength two. Well, that's so. like saying a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger represents all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of Lizard so, Man. He's a calendar. That, that is the yeah, he, yeah. He is so the fireman's the calendar. Star. He is the fireman's calendar of Lizard Man. <laughs> I am the scrawny like person behind the desk. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he was in a cubicle. <laughs> Imagine a Lizard Man in a in a cube farm, All right. uh, let's, let's doing do data entry. Yeah, yeah, that would be this guy. Mm-hmm. Damn, or doing IT a, work. We had that. That's, that, that's what I'm for. Okay. Yeah. Well, stop body well, shaming. Stop was that? body shaming the lizard man. <laughs> uh, well, you know, as far I'll as get the, my cousin Vinny, he'll what about dynamite? As far as like blocks of stone, you're the one with demolitions. I'm just saying that it might not do the staircase above you any any favors if, if you were to set off an explosion now, at the bottom of this tube. Hey, I have a shovel. <laughs> there you go. Do you have a strength of four, maybe? I've got an entrenching tool. Does anybody have a strength greater than three? I have a strength of two. She has a strength of three. Two. Oh, body three, which is strength? Three. Two. 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 All right. So, uh, we are the weakest. Klondike that I bought. You are was. two as well? Two, two is for Bob. Bob's awesome at two. He's All like, right. So we're... I'm old. What do you want from me? <laughs> Let's he, start he talks moving like some rocks, he, guys. I, I imagine Klondike talks like Let's start janitor. moving some rocks. I'm starting to get nervous that if someone like sneaks up on us, they can just grab us and throw us around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. But we got to... Let's start trying to move some rocks. All right. Let's go ahead and give me a die scientists. roll based on your strength. Strength. So I was down there. I guess since no one's come back. Zero? Zero. <laughs> you're, you're useless. <laughs> Roll the red dice. It's clearly, it's clearly safe up to here. Two. Wow. Two. All right, uh, Rias, give us a roll on your strength. Oh, my sad little strength. Of three. Oh, oh, two. If you're three, you can beat all of us. <laughs> yeah. no, I have a two. Yeah. This right, is a two dice, right? Yep. Yep. Two. Oh, everybody maxed out their strength rolls. I'm sort of impressed. <laughs> Uh, except for, except for you. I just made a show of that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't lift it. <laughs> Look, my arms are made out of rubber. Body he's the guy God when knots. everyone is trying to pick something up. He's body, the one going, body yes, I'm knots. helping. <laughs> yeah, I, that's actually a pretty good description. You turn to the nail, you turn to the lizard man, do you have a nail clipper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've broken, I think I've stripped out a nail on this. All right. Uh, between the Lighter. four of you, uh, pushing and moving, you guys are able to uh, get out enough uh, stone. Now, here's the thing: once the uh, uh, once the uh, stone is actually out of the way, um, 
uh, one of the first things that happens is is that of course the uh, uh, the eight men who are on the other side of this thing are no longer blocked off from being able to uh, get in here and get at you. However, so why didn't we move the stones at all? Why didn't we just wait for the ape men to move the stones for us? Because uh, <laughs> they really want a piece of you. Um, Couldn't hear him. <laughs> but um, as soon as you get the thing open, the sound waves start uh, from the portable backpack. Now that's the one that only has a range of thirty feet. Thirty feet yeah. radius. So. Uh, what happens is is that that immediately drives them back. They're driven back from the entrance. And somewhere out there, as you guys are flashing your light out through the hole that is big enough for you guys to to crawl through yeah. one at a time, uh, is there are uh, hulking around in the background and snorting and pawing at the ground and beating their enormous Kong-sized knuckles on the flagstones uh, or the... Uh, the masonry on the floor uh, is quite the horde of angry, uh, eleven-foot-tall, uh, hairy, smelly ape men who uh, occasionally move a little bit closer and then bat at their ears and back up again and snarl and show their enormous <clears throat> fangs. That my God, I hope those are used for chewing vegetables because <laughs> they do have some charming incisors. Um, you know, you probably scared the hell out of them. Gun discharge. Why am I looking at you? Uh, <laughs> does anybody have a gun here? Dead Eye Bob or... I do. I have a rifle. Well, that would, that would Oh, wait. Of... I have the flare gun. That would be even better. Yep. Except for the fact that flare guns don't, like... Make a lot of noise. Do we... Well, no. Well... Yeah, but there's that bright, shiny... Yeah. Loud... But if yeah. I shoot a flare gun into the midst of a group of gorillas, you think they're going to like it? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, do we really want to use a flare gun when a rifle bullet might suffice? Yep. Uh, You're right, I only you want to try and talk to, the, uh, talk to the eight men? Um, right, let me see if I can find them, out what kind so of gun I'm not I have. willing to pull off. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> ah. Look, you, you fire with the rifle. And I'm not willing to get out of range no. of this thing that seems to be keeping now, I, them up. I will say that the, uh, that the um, uh, hole that has been created oh, is not big enough for them team. to get through. However, they do know that you're on the other side of it now. All right. Since you've pulled a hole in the wall. I so have a 12-gauge Browning shotgun. All right. That's going to make a loud noise. Especially in a place that doesn't have any windows. So when you fire, just mm-hmm. like count down or indicate to me when you're going to fire, and I'll fire my hypersonic pistols at the same time. To do what? To actually like hit them in the head. You actually want to shoot a monster? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to kill it. I'm just going to, you, you know, don't think you're going to kill it. I'm just going to freak them out. All right. Uh, What's the vegetation like in here? <clears throat> Because, I mean, we're going to have to do some damage. You can't just flash them. Vegetation like in here? Yeah. Um, so, like, are there vines? Is there, like, is it, like, the jungle canopy has made its way in here? Uh, plants and vines have made their way in here, vines being the biggest thing. Uh, there's a few trees that have pushed up to the, the floors, but there's nothing. Uh, there's not, there, and there was stuff inside the tower where the vines had come through the windows. Okay. But on the, uh, but, but. Here, in this particular section, uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of vegetation on the other side. What do you got? Um, if that doesn't... If, if we can we can do both of these, because um, I can make um, Nature's Embrace empowers vegetation to grow and, mm-hmm. like, um, like uh, sprout animated tendrils that immobilize people. All right. Um, Just do it all. 
Just give me everything we have all at the same time. Wow, tendrils are everywhere. What? Let's see. And then shotgun. No, let's save the tendrils till we're out in the open. Okay. Otherwise, we're just going to end up blocking the. We're going to end up blocking our corridor that we're trying to go down with tendrils and eggs. Don't you have control over the tendrils? Um, they, uh... Alright, I'm firing the shotgun. (laughs) Go Go ahead and get me a roll on the shotgun. And I'm firing my hypersonic pistol at the same time. It is 12-gauge browning. I don't know what to fire. Damage 4L. 4L and your skill in it is... Let me just... Let me look at your character sheet. Uh, skill with rifle is five. And the weapon is four L, so it's nine four. dice altogether. You take the the L, the, the damage, the no. number of dice of the rifle plus the number of dice of the uh, skill. So you add your weapon to... So nine. Nine. Three of those guys. <clears throat> Do you actually want to shoot at a critter or you want to just make a, a noise out there? It's a shotgun. It's going to have a splatter effect. All right, you're going to use pellets, not, not a slug. Right. So you want to... Okay. Load up Buck a shotgun shot. shotgun shell. Yeah, shot. Good idea. All right, go ahead and give me a roll then. Six. Right, six. Let's see here. I think the point was just to make a noise to try and scare them. Oh, away. I just thought of a good tactic. I don't need to shoot them. No six, loss of life of mine. Three. Um, all right. Uh, you fired off down the. Uh, fired off. There's a. a, 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 a I'm not sure how much of this you can hear with the earplugs in. Uh, I imagine the earplugs block only certain frequencies of, of sound. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, you fire it off. There's a uh, certainly a burst of agitation from our our eight men as the pellets sting them in various places and uh, bite into their meat. They're not happy about that. You were actually going to fire the pistol. No, I've changed my tactic. All right. What you want to do instead? I'm going to turn off the field. Oh, turn just okay. Yeah. Um, they, um, uh, the first thing that happens, let's see here, is... Do any of them have spears? No, but they, um, pick up... Amazingly enough, they should. They pick up some rocks, Mm. and they start throwing them at the hole. And they begin hurling chunks of masonry at at the hole. Um, now, let's see here. Because it's a small hole... And you guys just basically stuck a, a barrel through it, fired through it. The uh, rocks start impacting the outside of the, uh, sure. the the place you made. They're not really, they're not blocking it up. I mean, because it's just the rock flash or it hits and rolls backwards with the force. Um, uh, but they're throwing rocks at the, you know, obviously you threw something at them, so their answer is to throw things back at you. Um, uh, if you... Uh, keep hanging out, they're going to figure out that they can get closer. Right. And they start getting closer. Right. And getting closer. Right. Until finally... I uh, turn on the field again. <laughs> some, they, they, they figure out that they can get really close, and they go ahead and a couple of the more uh, stalwart fellows charge up and immediately stick a giant ape arm through the hole to start reaching around for you guys. And now you're going to turn it on? Uh, or would you like to turn on before the giant ape arm? No, I, I'm going to let that giant ape arm kind of come on through a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then turn it on. as many as I can, yes. All right, so go ahead and give me, let's see, what did I give the stunner as a rate? Uh, go ahead and give me a, a roll of eight dice, please. All right. Uh, five. Okay, um... The um, uh, 
the uh, fellow who's got his arm through the hole, um, reaching around, uh, 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 you know, suddenly the arm, you know, sort of comically demonstrates surprise. And then is jerked out through the hole again. It's probably more than just an arm. It could probably get uh, almost a shoulder and a head through there. But uh, it bellows and jerks the arm back through. And... All right. That is twice its stuff. How many successes did you roll? Five. 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 Okay. That's right. All right. Um, uh, It... uh, Starts uh, uh, trying to retreat from where from from the uh, the opening to the doorway, but uh, does not get very far. It starts to retreat and then it flops over on the ground, uh, holding its head or trying to hold its head. And then its giant you know paws you know roll off of its skull and it lays there, probably urinating in its own fur. I'm gonna walk much out. like the Nazis did when you turned it on. <laughs> you didn't know you invented the brown note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk through the hole and. Put my foot on its chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start to walk through the hole, you, or, or get through the hole. Yeah. Wow. With two successes, what's your defense? Uh, six. Go ahead and roll me a six, the six dice, or two threes. Um, three twos, don't two I just threes. want to do a three if I'm defending against a two? Uh, no, you want to roll your whole defense. Okay. I mean, I'm presuming you're going to... This is going to work. One, two, three, three. <laughs> All right. You start to come through the hole. Aha, I'm going to go out and demonstrate dominant behavior. Right. And they th- somebody throws a rock. This rock the size of your head. Just, you know, from outside the range. Just smash. Like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, and then they, they like that, so they start throwing more rocks. <laughs> I scuttle back in. <laughs> well, that didn't work out like I don't. <laughs> Uh, how about that flare gun you had? Uh, <laughs> you want to try that thing? Sure. Okay. Stick the flare gun. Stick the flare gun these, to the hole. Are, I don't want them reaching in again. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as the, uh, the device the is on, on they're not going to get any closer. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go fire the flare gun out of the hole toward the biggest crowd of shadowy apes that I see. All right. Go ahead and hit the. Go ahead and give me a roll uh, on your pistol. Your firearm. So just your regular firearms roll, which I guess is a four. It's not really a, a question of trying to do damage. Right, I'm just trying to get a flare to blow up. Okay, you do. Um, flare goes arcing out, um, bounces off some walls, uh, explodes. Uh, it's blinding white light. It lights up all the guys in here. Uh, you can see a, it's a ton of apes. It's there's they're big, so there wasn't a lot. So they, their their heads are practically uh, at the ceilings at this point. Um, I shouldn't say that they're 11 feet tall. They're more like, you know, 8 or 9. Oh, yeah. They're just they seem like 11 feet tall to me. Though. Yeah. yeah. Um, they uh, they shriek and uh, are unhappy with the bright oh, light. and now I run through. Uh-huh. And now what? I'm going to charge them. <laughs> charge them. All right. It's the only, I mean, we, we've got to sort of break the stalemate. Also, my character... Flaws, impulsive. On the plus side, you have the stunner on your back. Yeah. So charging them is just a big wave of apes going, Right, I'm trying to get to them to the point where they get knocked out so they can't keep falling back from my sleepy type array. All right, go ahead and give me uh, another uh, stun roll, please. Eight dice. All right. Four. Four. All right. Um, Just a 50. 
the uh, their stun rating is their stun rating is a four. You need to exceed it to uh, have this thing actually knock them unconscious. Look, I got all these coins to spend. Uh, you want to spend a style point uh, and get an extra one? I spend three. All right, go give me three. Give me one at a time. Oh, well yeah. then, yes, I'll spend one. <laughs> all right. There we go. <laughs> right, five. 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 All right. Uh, then I will just have to randomly... Now, just call that a small number. Like, uh, all right. Um, you move forward. Uh, a couple of them don't get away fast enough. Uh, fall over. You get like two or three that collapse. Um, uh, the others... I'm also going to go through. Okay. Uh, I don't want the stun ray to get too far from me. That's a good point. He's actually uh, moving away. Now, go ahead and give me a, a, a defense roll, please, because they are going to be throwing... There's a couple guys throwing rocks at you as they retreat. <coughs> so if it hits the device. If any of them on the ground are stabbing Four? the spear right. in their necks. That's a... That, okay. What? You, you, you zero... <laughs> the you zero... man is killing all the unconscious. Wait, ladies. Stop! <laughs> They're just mindless brutes. We don't need to kill them. All right, so uh, you zero out the, uh, the, the that attack. <laughs> you zero out that attack. And that one. Okay, they're nine dice worth of throwing, and they didn't hit shit. So, um, yes, they threw a bunch of rocks at you. Um, they managed not to hit you, and they... Why does he always call me shit? <laughs> what? And they dice and they didn't hit shit. Well, like, they didn't hit anyone. They're terrible. Apparently, they're just they're, the dice are not with them today. They threw some rocks in your general direction, um, and again, giant, horrible fist-sized boulders that right. you don't want hitting you. Um, but they don't manage to uh, bean you whilst they scurry off and retreat. Uh, you are left with three, uh, three uh, uh, oh, crap. Uh, unconscious apes. <laughs> Before he does that, well, I don't know. Make a perception roll to see if you catch him doing it. No. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> does anybody else care that he's gonna stab things in the head? No, Four. I'm gonna remember where he leaves. Four out them. of what? What's Four your perception? Six, uh, seven. Um, you're like, ah, I did it. He's over there, like, you know. Uh, <laughs> You no, can see something about. You see about me wandering over to him, like. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> just, 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 just one minute. Can you inject them with something that will keep them unconscious? Yes. The answer is yes. You'll have. Of course I can. Answers. Of course you can. Have. By the way, you are confident of this, right? Okay. All right. So yeah, you have but, a humane way to do it. Yeah, but they're brains. Humane. What about them? They need to be in jars. They need to be. <laughs> they they need to be studied. They're not behaving like normal apes. Well, because well, they're not normal. <laughs> exactly. He has the key. <laughs> exactly, and as a scientist, this fascinates me. So perhaps we. We're not taking a giant ape aboard. Our ship. Just the brain. Just from the neck up. Just the head. What are you going to figure out from that? It's a giant ape? Look, this brain's <laughs> larger than a normal ape. Uh, I love how scientist A scoffs at scientist yeah. B. He's like, look, there's no vacuum tubes. What use is it? <laughs> how are we going to get anywhere if there are any vacuum tubes? It's a big ape. <laughs> We're not taking the whole ape. I'm just taking the head. You want the head? Look, they're not now. They're, they're on the way back. There's right. also intelligent apes on this uh, in this area, right? Yes. Do we, do we want to be their enemies? We already are. 
Well, we yeah. might one day be able to get them in on our uh, on our team against Atlanta. Yes, but you can at least reason with those ones. These ones you can't reason with. Yeah, but they might be their dogs. What is it? if somebody kills your dog? Well, there hasn't been any sign uh, from this place that there is any anything other than ruins and, and, and big hairy big animals hairy, living yeah. in the ruins. Certainly this place doesn't look like it's been polished or shaped or the vines pulled down in order to uh, make it uh, habitable or turned into a, a farmland or anything like that. I, I, all I'm saying is if we don't have any other toys, sure, we can kill them. But, you know, if we have, you know, a few injections and land, we're good. Certainly the, you've got enough ketamine or whatever the animal tranquilizer du jour would have been in uh, 1936 that you could whack a couple of these guys up so that they stay quiescent for an hour, maybe more. Is he going to take us? We should just leave a trail of dead monkeys. <laughs> sure. That might keep them... Are you suggesting that we dismantle the monkey and leave an arm no, no, here and a hand here? So we can find I'm our way back. with that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Ariadne's thread, only it's made out of monkey guts. You know? I'm fine with this. And then, the, and then the music begins. And then the charming music begins, suggesting... The Elevator music? I, I, I sense you don't want to do this. Since... <laughs> All right. I am fi- I, I'm fine either way. I just want to get out of this tunnel because I do not like it here. It is full of apes. <laughs> Damn dirty. Is there Damn a, dirty. Is this all about apes. something against apes? Is this why you have this reservation? I have many things against apes, but that is. I am not an ape racist. <laughs> You're a speciesist. I'm clearly I'm not a speciesist. To the tranquilizers. I'm just saying there are animals that are trying to kill us. Leaving them to wake up behind us so that they can flank us seems like a foolish choice. See, I like her wisdom in this. I yeah. think we got to kill them, or else they're going to. She understands the way of the laws in Hollow Earth. Same time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look the other way. Because <laughs> I guess it would be really hard for us to know exactly how much dosage to put in and not kill them, and yet make sure they're. Yes. Well, I, when's, a, when's the last I, time you I you dosed a eight foot tall? Possibly. Oh, I have no intention of an entire thousand pound All right. Only the head. Well, you might as well then just you know. Right to the neck. <laughs> just make it. <laughs> just go around. And just just make it sleep. quick and be as humane as you can. Well, be as lizardy as you can. Look, you're talking to a guy who eats his own tail in times of famine. I don't know what kind of, what his morals are gonna how they're gonna shake out so exactly. Pretty much, I go over and the easiest way that I know to crush the windpipes and whatnot is to. <laughs> Oh my God. He just bites their jaws. He crushes their. You have a strength of two. Yeah, that's strength of two. I'm assuming, like jaw wise, that that's usually the best way that lizards kill stuff. Is yeah. you know, you grab it and you crush. Yeah, but you don't see a lot of lizards hunting gorillas in the wild. <laughs> Even your komodo dragons. They're they're. I'm gonna say that a komodo dragon is probably gonna say no, thank you to. Oh, the average live lowland gorilla. <laughs> That's okay, going to be... Okay. Alright, then I will just go over and I will just cut their lair. Okay. Tools are, if you tools. stab them with spears, they're yep. stabbed with cool. spears. All That's right. fine. In the neck. Make sure it's like across whatever they call a spinal cord. This is right. teaching them to throw masonry at me. That'll teach yeah. <laughs> um, they, uh, no, they, they those... actually won't. <laughs> <laughs> they what with them being dead and all? <laughs> they have learned nothing. <laughs> actually, he's got a point. This teaches nobody anything. 
Oh well. Um. All right. The uh, you now have three dead gorillas, uh, and uh, for, for the moment they have retreated. Now, do you? Uh, you know what kind of eating these gorillas are? What kind of eating? Yeah. How yummy are the girls? <laughs> you can't eat anything with an opposable thumb. All right? That's just way too close to cannibalism. All right? I can. Well, <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. It doesn't squick you, but I think if anything that's got opposable thumbs or possibly, if the phrase has ever been used, I'll take the little one clinging to its mother, <laughs> you can't eat it. No one ever says that shit about lobsters or or tuna or chickens or, you know... Uh, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming mammalian feel is just as good. All right, so we proceed onwards. All right. We're rampage throughout the eight you, you, you begin um, your player character loot and pillage as you break into somebody's house, kill the people defending their home, and then take their shit. Um, it makes you feel any better... Sounds the, like the hollow earth. The, uh, it makes you feel any better the apes are very smelly. Um, and, uh, so you tootle on past the dead apes, and, uh, somebody's got our Calcum sets. I do. Wow. Alright, you maxed it out again. Um, you're all this way. No, this way. No, maybe we should go this way. Um. I think it's that way. Uh, what are you guys going to do to mark your path through this, uh, Blood. labyrinth? <laughs> Eight parts. Hmm? You, you had it. Well, oh. that, that would wore off an ape. If you were me, and I saw eight parts. Yeah, it's one thing to kill them, but another thing to sort of... Yeah, let's not desecrate. You're not serial killers yet. It's so good to know my player characters have not devolved to the point. drawing an ethical line here between their lifeless remains? No, no, we're not. If I'm marking my own territory, then yes, I will gladly put up their, you know, bloody remains where they will not come back to. But there's no reason for a trail. We, I can find our way out of here. Okay. Not, not to mention, um, somebody had direction sense. I just remembered. Yeah, I had direction it. sense. You will have no problem finding your way out of this labyrinth. You, for you, the labyrinth doesn't exist. A direction sense of one. Well, it's one still. <laughs> but I have it. But you still have a direction sense. You just sense. pray for no rolls. Uh, no, it's uh, it, uh, it's one of those... Um, it's one of those, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, a feat or a, bo- uh, a skill. Talent. A talent. So as far as I know, uh, it's, he should not have a problem finding his way out. Okay. Um, anyways, you guys begin winding your way through this place. Um, who's first? Who's second? Who's third? Well, I'm first since I'm putting the, the I, field down. I'm first since I'm leading us to the Dark Alchemist. Oh, well, I'm second. I'm right. third. I'm debating whether or not to go back to the ship or not. <laughs> well, don't but debate long, because they seem to be leaving without right, you and I'm taking, going, taking Klondike Bob if with If you're them. going, you should be third, and I should be fourth. All right, sounds good. Cause, and Bob will cause take up the back. Because you're fragile, and you shouldn't be last. And I... <sighs> Bob says I'm going there. And the only reason why I'm here at all is because I read the Codex. So yes. I'll right. Right. So we want to keep you alive. All right. All right, Mr. or Dr. Habit, give me another uh, defense roll, please. Wait, wouldn't it be the lizard giving you a defense roll? He's, He's shorter than you. <laughs> Shorter GM. Uh, four. All right, good. Um, you also go ahead and give me a defense roll, because he, he mentioned it now. You've been, you're thrown under the bus. <laughs> Thanks. Well, he's supposed to be pushed in front of the bus. Zero. In front of the bus. Zero. All right. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> it's just a strange image of this Don Knotts-sized lizard moving <laughs> along. you were Don Knotts. <laughs> How many people are Don Knotts in this thing? All right. We're all very fragile scientists. All right, apparently, I'm not in, Don Knotts. in keeping with... Uh, I'm the, not a scientist. I'm a shaman. I'm more like Dr. Smith. <laughs> you, you did identify yourself as a wise man. I am. All right. Well, that's pretty close to a scientist. Okay. You have no idea what a wise man is, then. <laughs> you want to learn! That's all we want to do. A, uh, there is a, as you guys are coming around a corner, uh, there is a, uh, a hail of masonry uh, that is hurled in your direction. Uh, you get tagged. Yeah. Because yeah, that's happened. The... <laughs> Every character you've gotten has been the fucking bullet magnet for this goddamn campaign. This is like, Kenton got hit with the first time, like several Did times. Several times. Yeah. And now you've been and hit. Now, yep. You take two hits. Two hits. Wow. So we see the babes? Yep. All yep. right. Well, we're, we've obviously removed the kids' gloves, so I'm just going to start gunning them down. All right. Um, go ahead and take a shot at uh, the apes who are hurling uh, chunks so, so of mason. As soon as I get hit, I am on the ground. Ten yards from you to go, like I can't look. To I'm gunning them down. <laughs> Once we decide to kill them, now we're killing them. Right. <laughs> not, not to mention, um, your options are getting a little limited in this. Uh, five. All right, let's see what the apes' defense is. Hey, that's awesome. Two sweethearts. What? Ooh. I want to try one. Oh, how many successes did you get? Five. All right. Three. There are a couple of different. You fire your weapon at him. Uh, somewhere inside the ape, a uh, bone is vibrated oh. until it cracks no, I got three by, your, by your sound weapon. One of the apes roars in pain as it's uh, as it's hit, but doesn't actually go down. Um, it re- it goes into retreat uh, as it does. Some of the others peel off with it. Uh, the yeah, we should have just started shooting from the beginning. And does anybody else <laughs> want to shoot at the apes as they retreat? You know who did? I Bob likes to do. Well, that's true. He I'm on the ground. Like, <clears throat> he does like to hit. He does like to shoot things. So let's see what he's got here. Oh, Winchester seventy. All right. Let's see if we can get Bob a shot here. <coughs> Seven plus two, ooh, nine. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. What's that? I substitute my sorcery it's for. In front all the time. <laughs> I, I substitute my sorcery for uh, first aid uh, and medicine. Oh wow! So I get twelve dice when I'm trying to heal okay, someone magically. Three, five, and also you can heal someone magically. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that. <laughs> Very deleted. <laughs> so it's performing first aid, providing long-term uh, medical care, uh, treating poison disease. You have sorcery that <laughs> yes. provides long-term medical care? <laughs> it's, better, it's better than Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's lizard care. <laughs> now, occasionally your doctor eats you. <laughs> you know, when you run out of... Uh, Bob ends up winging another one. He doesn't actually kill it, but he puts a round in it. It... Uh, being shot, it decides to go someplace else. Um, but he, yeah, he fires around. Then, what about you, Samantha? Is it Samantha? Samantha, uh, uh, do you care to discharge a weapon into the monsters, or do you want to uh, uh, go ahead and uh, use? Have you got the device on? <coughs> okay. 
They've, they've apparently learned to throw things at you from far away rather than well, get close. learned to get shot then. So we are teaching. <laughs> harsh, harsh lessons. <laughs> harsh lessons. Look, I just, I'm the guy who stopped playing Tomb Raider because I had to shoot dogs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Some yeah. Dumb animals, I try not to kill them. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I can't play an evil character in front of dog meat in Fallout 3. I just leave him in the junkyard and if I have to play through and get all the evil accomplishments because I, I don't want dog meat to see me like that. <laughs> I can't stand the look of disappointment on his face. <laughs> really? Megaton? You blew up Meg? Come on, why? So the Fable is not your game. <laughs> no, that would not be. I, I com- yeah, I, I actually had a problem with that with fall of a Far Cry Four. Like, yeah. wait, you want me to kill these beautiful animals? So I just mm-hmm. endlessly run from them. <laughs> <laughs> this leopard is baffled, trying to find me. <laughs> so I'm not going to fire into the fleeing crowd. All right. Let them go. The uh, there is light. The up important ahead. thing is that they're a fleeing crowd. There is light up ahead, and. Um, what you've got? <laughs> so we'll, uh, you're gonna try and make the uh, shamming shamming go. You're gonna sham on, sham off, as it were. Um, I'm assuming performing first aid slash like um, on yourself is kind of a. Is that doable? Yes, of course. Okay. It, it, it is not. A, it is not a skill that you have to apply to somebody else. <laughs> awesome. I don't have it. Jam, wow. So, seven. Wow. Seven successes seven. on your injury of two? Injury of two. Alright. Let's call that... Are we going to go 15 minutes about learning a new ability <laughs> that we no, started the a, show at? I have a lot. <laughs> Very much like your usual equipment. <laughs> I, started re- I started reading this and I'm like, well, you can either take like shamanistic type magic, or you can do like <laughs> alchemy, which is like creating like, objects and potions objects and potions and stuff like that. So you could actually are like an artificer of Atlantean technology. Yeah, which sounds awesome, but I'm like, eh, but which are we shaman. gonna actually let's, use? Yeah, let's go with shaman stuff for now. So, oh, here we go. Uh, what did you roll under um, uh, for the uh, healing? Is it first aid, medicine? It's, um, um, I get to it's first aid. Um, okay. I get to sub. Uh... It's funny, I'm not seeing it in the. Uh... So the Atlanteans are So it's um, ritual uh, harnesses nature nature's power to heal wounds, cure diseases, and neutralize poisons. Um, I being able to uh, actually use. Oh, this. there you go. It's under it's under medicine. Sorry, yeah. all right. No it's medicine. a sub, it's Sorry, a medicine. medicine. That's what I thought. All okay. right, uh, go. All right, then um, let's go ahead and call that uh, even. Uh, you're okay. able to uh, do something about the. Um, uh, you apparently put your shoulder back into, uh, popped back it back into the socket, <laughs> made this marvelous crunch. Oh, noise. I can also regrow limbs if I get them like torn off and whatnot. <laughs> Just as an FYI. Uh, apparently, after so <laughs> so after after being mauled as Kenton. So many times you decided that you wanted a character who could regrow his limbs. Yep. Because uh, apparently you this game is all about take beating off the tail, eat it, regrow it, take it off, <laughs> regrow it. Yeah, it takes wow. a while, but yes, lizard men can do that. Uh, you thought this out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed you did. Yeah, I noticed you didn't take Amazon or um, uh, uh, Titan. <laughs> Titan. Yeah, I throw a masonry. <laughs> Hawkman. Um, 
The um, the area up ahead is there's actually light coming in. You're actually saying natural light in front of you. Um, uh, uh, your uh, companion here, Zazel. That's right. Zazel. Zazel. Zazel has led you. The queue is silent. Uh, the queue is silent in English. The queue is silent. Okay. That it has some pronunciation in Lizard Men that I'm not sure of yet. <laughs> but you know it's there. Is it perhaps a glass? Is it a glottal stop? Is it <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Razzle's actually pretty good. I like that. <laughs> so um, up ahead is is, uh, is the you guys have found your way into that domed area. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what you've got is um, this big uh, uh, area where there's light coming in through damage in the ceiling. Um, big, huge sections of ceiling are missing. Um, this uh, uh, building uh, looks like it um, uh, looks like it might have been some sort of uh, uh, amphitheater or something. Uh, there's a central dais to it. There's um, uh, staircases that uh, that, that uh, go cut through what appears to be sort of a circular series of benches and things like uh, like uh, going downward, sort of a reverse stepped pyramid, I guess, going down to the central basins. Um, there are uh, a pile of shiny stuff, sort of just piled up on the floor uh, of the uh, central area. And all along on those steps and such, as you're sticking your heads out, uh, are various ape men who are all uh, at this point we're gonna uh, death now. <laughs> yeah. hurling hurling uh, bits of stone and masonry down at the uh, the entrance that you guys are sticking your heads out of and howling and jumping and uh, doing their best to look as intimidating as possible. Oh yeah. Uh, however, uh, go ahead and give me a perception roll there, Mister Lizard Man. Um, you'd asked about it earlier. Uh, this part, uh, because it's open to the sunlight mm-hmm. uh, and actually open to the elements, is actually filled with all kinds of plants and uh, and vines that have uh, overgrown the outside of the building. In fact, most of the outsides of the buildings are, in fact, just encrusted with vines. For this one, with the sections of ceiling missing, there are there's actually plant life that's hanging down, creepers that hang down into this place. Sweet. Um, I'm gonna wander in uh, with all of my shamany goodness, okay. uh, rattling my spear and like um, saying the words of nature's embrace to make them all kind of come alive, grow more, and try and just like whichever ones don't get frightened off, hopefully grapple a couple of them. All right, talk about a captive audience. <laughs> <Pretty much>. Uh, right. Five, seven. All right. Two successes on top of this. Did you need five? Two, I need five to make something happen, and two successes on top, which is. I think um, that's a. I just looked at that. Complete success, cool. as opposed to a major success. I'm not sure what that would look like. All right. Uh, he starts going and doing his wonky stuff. All right. Give me a defense roll, please. Okay. Um. Nope. All right. Defense can't do work. Can't do anything worth shit. Yeah. Everything else. But it was impressive. Um, 
You end up taking another two points of damage from Roxy. <laughs> You're back up to where you were. Oh, that arm again! It's, uh, um, I just got that back into place. Um, however, uh, you still manage to go through your your do your ritual while you're being spattered with bits of concrete and whatnot that fly in your direction. Um, I'm not trained needed to necessarily step out from behind cover to make this work, but okay. I wanted to make it sound impressive. It's look right. impressive. But uh, shamans are not that's known, what the concussion shaman, is for. Shamans are not known for being like behind the scenes. They're meant to be like up front and like if any if there's anyone has seen any like any ape men or any lizard men has seen shamans, they're usually in the forefront rattling their bone stabs and throwing their dice and or runes or whatnot. So <laughs> Yes, casting the, your runes, not throwing cast, your, sorry, your casting cast runes. runes. Yes. Casting the runes. Alright, you apologies sure. to all the li- listeners. Yeah. You uh, you cast your runes, you roll your dice, uh, you do get a complete success. And what you were looking for was um, nature's embrace, right? So I'm going to yep. just go ahead and check that. Nature's protection, nature's curse, nature's embrace. Oh, this is a good one. Yes. All right. So it's against uh, all enemies in uh, the area of effect. Okay. Um, and then it's uh, resolved to grapple as normal. And opponents may make an opposed strength versus my charisma roll. All right, what's your charisma? Four. All right. They're pretty strong, these yeah. eight men. <clears throat> this is more meant more to be impressive and... And intimidating. And intimidating than to actually, like, control. Okay. Page 2 to 16, go back for the eight men. Eight men have a good strength. Uh, give me a roll on your strength, please. Uh, Three dice. Charisma. Charisma. Sorry. Two. Two. One. All right. Fine. Um, <laughs> all right. I actually rolled too many dice for the eight men. Now that I look, but I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. consider that a fail regardless. Um, sure enough, you uh, you make the vines, uh, you know, uh, uh, swell up and lengthen in a way that is in no way sexualized whatsoever. <laughs> um, there's nothing... So not evil dead. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> too, nothing tumescent about these vines at all. There's no no hente. So, <laughs> regardless, uh, they, they do the however... have not entered the Hollow Earth yet. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> you don't think I haven't got a, <laughs> an, uh, a flying boat loaded with cranky samurai uh, wannabes. You know, some creepy Japanese fascists. You've got another thing coming... <laughs> Just wait till the Black Ocean Society shows up, um, which apparently there was. Uh, so uh, the, the vines uh, swell up; they uh, begin entangling the uh, eight men who are not uh, interested in getting out of the way. Fair number of them are, including those who are again sweeping up the youngins and uh, taking off uh, out of the uh, out of the amphitheater. Um, but them right in front of the Americans. But um, regardless, you end up with something on the order of, okay, uh, about 28 men entangled in vines throughout this place. The others 
running off, shrieking in, in, in terror as their own environment turns on them and the yummy vines that they previously had nibbled <laughs> leaves off of uh, now proceed to attempt to <laughs> grapple them. So they're stuck in the uh, vines at the moment uh, and are immobilized. Just trying to imagine the stories they'll tell of this day. <laughs> the worst day ever in April. We're moving. I think that's what they're saying is we're moving. You know, this is this is the this is the eight minute of get out. You know, okay, gotta go, honey. I know there's I know there are great schools and the taxes, the property taxes were low, but fuck it, we're gone. So um, the, the apes are, in fact, immobilized by the vines, or at least a chunk of them are. The rest of them are freaked out and blow out of here. Awesome. And you're all, all right. like, your face is swelling up where you get this black eye, like, uh... I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go out and investigate that dais in the middle of the floor. All right. Uh, on top of the dais is uh, any number of, uh, you know, sort of these little weird... Um, uh, strips and fragments of orichalcum. Uh, uh, there. There's a little shiny, there's all kinds of shiny bits. There's far more than you guys can carry, as a matter of fact. Of oracalcum? Uh, yes. You said little shiny bits. Yeah. And it's far more than we can carry. Well, like there's a, Sounds it, like there's some popcorn. The, uh, the, yeah, frankly. Um, you know, it's like somebody turned over a, um, uh, uh, a carton full of packing peanuts made out of aurochalcum. There's just little fragments of it everywhere. Um you know, if you've got a bag to if you've got a, a bag to fill your pockets, you can fill your pockets. But you know, it's not like you can pick up the one thing and go with it. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to basically use bags and okay, we'll yeah. go back and um, forth to the ship. There <laughs> are there. Well, that depends on how long the vines last. They last till the end of the scene, which is probably as soon as we leave. Yeah. But wait a second. The apes are coming back. Well, <laughs> now's our chance for the counterattack because things have been working out great. <laughs> However, uh, go ahead and everybody give me perception rolls while you're digging around in the orichalcum. Three. Three. Four. Two. All right. The three, the the fours have it. Um, You actually find uh, piled up in this pile of orichalcum, there are also crystals of various ilks and sizes, including something that's... um, Roughly the size of this bowl. Um, the one, the baseball that you got was, you know, softball's about that big. Mm-hmm. But you've soft. got something that's about that big. We're uh, going back home. Uh, and th- that that would be the most obvious one. What color is it? Uh, it is. Let's see here. I'm gonna need this. One thing that this, that this game does not do real good on. <laughs> With its dice, is your ability to randomly generate shit because it doesn't have like right. know, a twelve sider, a yeah. twenty sider, a ten sider. I'm beginning to think I may supplement myself with some sort of random generation thing. Okay, uh, it doesn't. It is in fact a clear crystal. In fact, um, what's interesting is that most of the crystals on top of this thing are clear. Um, so from the codex, what do the clear crystals? Uh, that is a you know the codex uh, said that when crystals have been uh, sort of how do I put it when they're uh, before they've been imprinted with a function, mm. they have they have a kind of a clear thing. Um, uh, uh, when they are uh, actually imprinted, they get a hue like um, 
the white crystal that you guys got, the baseball side, right, multifaceted one. That one has kind of this sort of milky lattice of of of. Uh, they're not really um, uh, they're not really flaws, but it's got that milky lattice that you get inside quartz, you know. So mm -hmm. it becomes uh, so it actually provides a color. So it's not just simply crystal or glass, you know. You can look through it. Um, the others have these various hues, but these uh, a lot of these are have absolutely no um, color or hue to them at all, and that they can be turned into various types of crystals okay. uh, once you get your hands on them. Um, and the, the codex does describe how to program the crystals to do different functions. Ooh. Does it involve this altar we're in front of? No, it does not. <clears throat> We'd have to go back to the island of the giant centipedes. That's not the island, that's the shore. But regardless, we're just going to loot everything here on this dais. Um, as much as you can carry. Do you prioritize carry. crystals over over um, yes over Arcalcum? Yeah. All right. Well, then, um, uh, since, again, this is a game where effects and powers last as long as the scene, as you guys are uh, loading yourselves up with your first pile of crystals and Arcalcum and whatnot and filling your backpacks. The um, are not dead anymore. And what was that? <laughs> the, the dead apes are not dead anymore. No, but they're, they're immobilized. They're, they're immobilized. But the immobilized, uh, the immobilized apes begin pulling the way. Will begin pulling their way clear of the vines uh, as you are finishing your first. Oh well, we could also just walk around and knock them all out with the knock with the them all out. <laughs> you should, you know, all, I can, all I can think of is that line from fucking you know Venture Brothers where he says. And now, Dean, I want you to turn his head until you hear an audible snap and he goes limp. Does that knock him out more? No, <laughs> no Dean, that just kills him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's how it's going to go, but we might as well just do it. If you guys are looking to shoot the immobilized here. apes, you can shoot the immobilized apes. Okay, we do it. All right, you've shot the immobilized <laughs> apes. That, uh, you know, I don't know, two, you know, we'll just have Dead-Eye Bob do this. Because, <laughs> again, you know. <laughs> now remember, hypersonic, no ammo used. <laughs> have you given the Whistle pistol? You if you give him the hypersonic pistol, he'd be more than happy to I shoot have, the I, had, I brought two with me. He has one. I have one. Yeah. All right, he'll go around and it's like, well, I don't know if it's the same without the smell of cordite and the sound of shell casings tinkling on the ground, but all right. Flap. <laughs> he goes around putting the apes down. Nothing personal, Mr. Monkey. <laughs> oh, Mr. Monkey. Oh, this just don't seem sporting. <laughs> Look, we need to loot. We need to loot in peace. All right. Um, I, I, it's the game master who killed them, in my opinion. <laughs> he said we couldn't bring all of it with us. Oh, I see. <laughs> you signed their death warrant. Is that how, is that how we ship the plane? Okay. <laughs> I understand. It's not our lack of morals. <laughs> no, it's clearly your fault. Alrighty. <laughs> I see. All right, then. I, I can roll with that. This is not a place I'll be wanting to come back to. Mm. The spirits are not going to be All right. here. You guys get your first load of crap. Yeah. And are remounting the steps going up to the... Uh, As the tower collapses. Oh. What? 
built to last. Absolutely. Car's not collapsing. Yeah, it was built to last several centuries ago. Yeah, well, granted, it was several centuries. (laughs) Yeah. As you said, submachine guns and eight men fighting. Mm, again, he with some I repeat, <laughs> not, at all. Bad. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But as you're coming down the, as you're coming down the, uh, coming up to the, to, yeah. the, to the, the steps and lugging this up the stairs, uh, much to the complaint of guys like Dead Eye Bob and Mayweather, who are like, "Oh, I'm not built to be hauling stuff like a mule." You guys start the getting the guy. You guys start getting the. Uh, yeah, I have to take that later. Um, you guys get a, uh, uh, the sound, somebody, uh, some muffled sound, because again, you got the device on. Right. But you're getting the muffled sound of somebody calling down the shaft from up above. Hmm. Well, I turn off the device. Okay. Um, uh, it's, um, it's, uh, the, uh, Kid Gilbert, your other mechanic, who's yeah. yelling oh, down yeah, from the, the kid. airship. Oh, yeah, the kid, yeah, yeah. And he says, he says, uh... Hello, is anybody down there? Hello? He just, you know, can we you hear, hear me? We can hear you. This is, and he says, quick, come on up here fast. We got another airship coming in. Oh, hell. The Nazis. <laughs> All right. We make our way up lickety-split fast. All right, give me some um, dex rolls, please. One. <laughs> you need a success. A success would be good. Two successes, All right. three successes. Three successes, and I have a dexterity. One. One success. That's good enough. I'm starting to spin the style. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a success. Hooray, give me that point. <laughs> All right, Dead Eye Bob gets a success. All right, um, no one manages to fall into the center of the staircase and plummet to their death, uh, or at least be hanging on by their fingernails while your backpack is trying to pull jerk you the rest of the way off into the into the depths um sure enough uh you guys get up to the top and uh there's the ladder of course and you guys start climbing up the ladder um go ahead and give me uh any perception rolls actually i I guess give me some perception rolls and i guess it really is not going to be that difficult to see Four. Four. All right. You're particularly unhappy. Um, sure enough, there is a, another airship coming in. Um, oh, man. Does that spot scout it? Well, is it the it's hard tool? to see because it's nose on. Uh, they didn't put one on the front like a big Nazi <laughs> nipple. How many other airships do we know of here? <laughs> no, no. There's us and there's the ultimate tool. All right. It's time for you to shine. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I I'm don't know. Taken as, as, as he's taken out the Zeppelin now. <laughs> didn't, you take, didn't you take the shamanic power cloak <laughs> Zeppelin? Come on, buddy. Start some, pulling your way. Some weather control? <laughs> got some weather control on that bag of tricks, Mr. Lizard? Nope. <laughs> it's a shame we can't get the um, Zeppelin close enough to the tree cover. The vine's going to reach it up. That would work. <laughs> that would work. Uh, or not. How far is it from us? It's a couple uh, miles out. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we have to leave, but yeah, it's not 
crazy, terrifying run. It's going to be the world's slowest chase scene. <laughs> that runs slowly ambling across the sky. It caught a slight gust of wind. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, because... Uh, as I said, you you know, the part where you were annoyed... Again, it's, it's the, the Zeppelin is, is this big, but, you know, in the distance. Um, and you're the guy with the four perception. Uh, when I said you were unhappy, it wasn't because you were able to identify that there were any giant swastikas necessarily on it. But you do see uh, a biplane aircraft drop out of the bottom of this thing. <laughs> yeah, they did have that. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, that does not work. Summon pterodactyl. <laughs> I, uh, that, was, that was my thought, actually. Summon pterodactyl? I have summon animal, so choose a type of animal. And... There you go. This is what I wanted to see. A biplane versus a pterodactyl. <laughs> I knew you had something. <laughs> uh, Anyways, you guys are shimming up that ladder as fast as you can. Climbing onto the airship, cutting yourselves loose on the top of the tower, and I assume dumping a shitload of ballast out of the ship as quickly as possible to get some altitude, unless somebody says anything different. Do you want the ship to be treetop level, closer to the pterodactyls? <laughs> Do you want me to attempt it? I mean, I can try for anything. I can try for anything. Well, flying yes. reptile within you know yes, try for a it. mile radius. So. Wait, after you've summoned it, will you have any control over it? Yes. So if the okay, uh, uh, it is friendly to us, compelled to obey char- uh, character summons as quickly as possible and directly. Uh, I love the idea the that we just summon a pterodactyl and it attacks us. Because what have we done? What have we done? That would not be a great power. I summon a crocodile. It lunges at you and grabs your leg. Why do I keep doing this? Just goes into the death roll. As soon as it suffers an injury, though, it's no longer friendly to us. So to his me. idea is the best. Have a kamikaze run into that plane. Yeah, I can't do that. Why not? It doesn't know what the... Alright, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to summon a pterodactyl. <laughs> I can try we are going to use, We're going to summon a pterodactyl. We're going to give Harris the flare gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're going to have them fly over to the other airship and fire the flare gun into it. You know what's crazy is... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with the plan. <laughs> it seems impossible to me, and yet, if you can talk to Paris and he can control the pterodactyl, and we have the flare gun, I, 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 try, I try don't know why this won't work, and yet my brain rebels. <laughs> this will not work. <laughs> I can tell you that. But it's a great plan. Yes, it's a great I can, plan. I can control it for as many successes as I get above five. Can a small for monkey turns. fire a flare gun? And, and yeah, little monkeys are super strong. Okay. All right. I don't know how our aim is going to be because our little hands so are go ahead big. But and give us a roll <laughs> and see if you can get more successes above five. Uh, I, I have to get five to summon one, but okay. then if I say, if I get five, then it. Shows up as fast as possible, but it uh, oh. it may or may not uh, stick around forever. Stick around forever. 
Um, Should we wait for five. it to get closer before we try this plan? No. Okay. We have we've got to wait for some time before it to even show up. But the other thing I is, meant we're going to turn airship. off all the hum drives because remember, we still got a hum drive on so. the ship itself. That biplane, what if it gets too close <laughs> oh, to us? We can turn on the hum drive and knock out the pilot. Possibly, possibly. Um, so, I mean, there's like so there's the possibility that a friend may show up soon. Um, whether or not he'll do as asked, no. <laughs> uh, whether or not he'll whether or not he or she will do as asked is up in the air. All right. You should probably clarify what you mean by a friend. Oh, a pterodactyl's coming. What? Dude. Like, we need that right now. If, if, like... there's, if there's a pterodactyl within one mile, it's going to show up. All right. Well, Wait. sure enough, uh, launching itself <laughs> from out of the treetops. <laughs> of course. In, um, let's see here. <laughs> I guess it's a couple of combat rounds here. Um... Comes this, you know, 30-foot wingspan, giant-beaked, uh, tail-having um, thing that's, I guess, you know... That might just be able to take the biplane, like, come out from behind. Um, it comes flapping up out of the jungle. Um, what do you want to do with it? Um, Put a small monkey on it. <laughs> and, and then it just eats the monkey. <laughs> oh. He's, he's, he's friendly to you. We never said well, anything about exactly, the monkey. If it's exactly. got a 30-foot wingspan, maybe it can carry me. Uh, it's not friendly to you either, maybe. <laughs> Probably not friendly how long to you. How long does it remain friendly? Uh, no, you so, could ride it. it so it, it, it remains controllable, controllable until uh, four injured. rounds extra um, to, my, uh, to my there. So it's not controllable, but it is friendly to me. So All right, so you, the moment it's not so controllable. The moment can you ride it? Um, sure, at the you can. moment it's I am not. A I, damn, can, I am intent um, on someone riding this damn pterodactyl. This makes yeah, a lot I of can, sense. I can. Because he can possibly talk to, talk it. to it now. <laughs> but other than that, um, just ask it. Will you carry me over so I can fire this flare gun? Is that what we want ship. to do? That's what we want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is this character going to survive this session? <laughs> Thanks. Well, we're all being upstage, so we're trying to kill him. <laughs> I thought we left Vincent at home for this one. Well, we're all right. killing um, the bicon. We're making another lizard. So, man. no, I did not talk to him. Um, awesome. Lizard man. Wow, yes. That was bad. Um, all right, so we need to determine what we're going to do right, with this the, pterodactyl. Um, so the pterodactyl is not listening to you, no, but it not. does fly up and begin, you know, and sort of appear. And it's now hovering near the aircraft. <laughs> cool. I'm hoping that the other aircraft attacks it, and then maybe it'll go after that. All right. That, 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 that's my Which hope other now, aircraft? Because I can't the really airship? talk to it. It's not... It's the not airship or the airplane? The airplane. So is it attacking the, oh, air, that pain is, the airplane? The plane no, is so it's, not atti- it's not attacking us. It's just kind of flying around trying to figure out what's going. why it's up here. That's going to be a long time for a pterodactyl to figure out this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Pterodactyl, probably not going to figure out shit. (laughs) Again, the word shit comes up again. Um, Because again, tiny, tiny brain. Your conversation with pterodactyl was not going to be... Very. Not as good. Well, it wasn't going to be as in-depth as the conversation (laughs) with Paris. Paris Paris had opinions. Um, Pterodactyl has instincts. Pterodactyl has instincts. Pterodactyl hungry. Pterodactyl (laughs) eats somebody. Pterodactyl not hungry anymore, you know. 
It's a relatively simple. But the natural plan. enemy of a pterodactyl is a biplane. You can put that thought in it. <laughs> well, there, that, is a, that seems <laughs> obvious for anyone. It who's... seems like taking down the biplane is the least of our problems. It's the most of our problems. The you other, think? Yeah, we can just drift away. Um, yeah, but how many more do they have on board that airship? I don't know. They can't have that many. I think they carry four. Four? Four planes? How well, it depends. That's... If it's the uh, USS Akron, they had this crazy... Um, yeah, the Akron had tons of... They had this uh, giant carousel inside it with airplanes hanging from these hooks that mm-hmm. literally would rotate around inside the aircraft and rotate the aircraft yeah. over the whole... Drop it through, rotate the next one in like a like a six. Like gun, okay, but don't, but don't tell me there's a bunch of troops aboard there either. I mean, this is a long range thing, not like a. I'm sure there's no more than. I'm carrier. sure there's no more than thirty or forty guys. <laughs> you know. I want to pick up that drill machine now. <laughs> you carry those planes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think the drill machine comes with its own air force. But yes, the um. We, we should also figure out a good stopping spot too because I've got a seven. Well, I tell you what. Yeah, me too. That with your with your with your uh, your pterodactyl, your pterodactyl coming to your I don't know what hangout, <laughs> not necessarily rescue, but certainly to hang out and have a, a casual chat. A Nazi biplane uh, <laughs> swooping in uh, to attack your zeppelin, which is now loaded with all this orichalcum and crystals. That somebody at some point is going to go. You know, if we throw this shit out, maybe we'll go faster. <laughs> no, no one's going to say that. You're going to do that? No, nope. no player character. No, nope. And Klondike Dead Eye Bob thinking, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll shoot at it. Oh, yeah, we'll shoot at it. It's just a question of, I mean, if it's mounted with machine guns. There's that minor detail where it's loaded with machine guns. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's unlikely so we can... Let it get it close either. and then try that little thing where it just, like, you know, knock out the pilot when it gets close. Well, that's my hope. But we don't have a lot of... Yeah, we I should really... He have earplugs. We should start figuring... I guess me... Give me more experience points. I can start building something. <laughs> You're the one with the experience points. I got three. All right. For today, we'll hand out some experience points. I really regret increasing my strength from two. You're like, what was I thinking? Why didn't I add death ray? <laughs> I should have added death ray. Everything would be fine if we had a death ray. That's what everyone thinks. All right. I need All right. So Vince gets zero. <clears throat> And Mr. Lamont gets a zero, because they're not here for this one. Uh, Rusty, uh, all of your uh, Weasley prevaricating, I think, has got to be worth two experience points. So I'm going to put that down on your sheet. It's a very different mind from my performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Rias. Um, okay, Sean, you're going to actually get a shit ton. Are I did gonna... nothing? No, I haven't decided yet. Everybody gets one for turning up. Uh, Daniel, tell me what you did that was worth an experience point this game. He decoded the codex. He did decode the codex. He did. He told us what all the crystals were for when yeah. we needed to know if they were useful. Okay, let's call that two experience points. And I did have that secret meeting that none of the other players know about. Oh, there was sh- a... Yeah, yeah, there was that. Uh-huh. Was totally that. Because that totally happened. <laughs> Alright, Sean, like I said, we loaded you up with three. Uh, where are your own style points right now? Me? One. Yes. What? I'm at one. All right. That's... And... That was for talking to Paris. Or having Paris talk back to me. That was kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vince is going to be able to get done with that. Like, he, he's, he's not going to know what to do himself when he finds out that Paris can talk. I also have this fun thing where I can uh, detect for supernatural powers. Good. You're going to want that. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Um, dude... Just make your peer 
Of the ruins. Of course. <laughs> Your tail will just fall off. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> clank. falls right off. What happened? Nothing! <laughs> it's an automatic defense mechanism response. Everything's fine. Uh, Alright, Ryus, what did you do to deserve an experience? Well, part? I shot a flare gun into a crowd of angry, hairy apes. You and also a, a shotgun. You did, in fact, in, uh, Invade the apes and escape that danger. So we'll go ahead and. Uh, they all did mess around inside that, um, uh, inside the tunneling machine as well. Oh, that's true. I forgot. They, yeah. You guys all did go in and we went uh, in and screwed around in the tunneling machine. That's right. Let's go ahead and throw an extra experience point on there. Portuguese. Do you know Portuguese? Yes. All right. So it looks like or gonna, remembered that you already know Portuguese. Let's call that three experience points for everybody who's here. Cool. All right. Now, that's the first experience points for me. this guy. You still have unspent Kenton experience points. Oh, I do? Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. According to my records, you've got 3, 5, 11, I'm counting 12 Kenton points that haven't burned Jeez. yet. Oh, don't think you're leaving. You still owe us a Star Wars theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do we have to turn off the, do we have to turn off the, re- the recording device yes, for the Star Wars absolutely. theory? All right, you Just get stop. nothing. Next week, we'll see what happens as the uh, the plane dives at them. What did we say this episode was? Boys from Brazil. Boys <laughs> from Brazil. That's right. All right, that's it for tonight, folks. Tune in next week for the, well, in two weeks' time for the next exciting episode, Sky Raiders of Lemuria. So, so, so. So, 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 so,